ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 330. We are missing Evan. He's not feeling well. That's why that's why we're a little late. Had to throw everything together here on on my end to make it all work. But I got it. I got it. We're here. We're here. So it, it must have worked. Uh, let's see. Let me let me go around here to get started because we're starting with a few people and we should have a couple more before we get to the end of the show as they're going to pile in. So we got. Let's start with MVG Modern Vintage hello, Gamer hello. here with Great us to today. You. Tonight requested a specific topic. Even you know what? I even put it in the title for him. So it is. We will we will be going over uh, Killer Instinct randomly yes. coming back <laughs> out of nowhere. So I need to get your take on that. I wasn't a huge Killer Instinct person, so I want I want you guys to sell me on it. Uh, let's see. We got Max Dreamcast guy. Hello, Baldur's Gate uh, insanity. I have not slept in days. It's the good life. Okay, good stuff. Good stuff. And we had we got Josie Josie Wo with us. Hello. Who has I've been playing a lot of Ratchet and Clank, actually. Oh, good, interesting. Last time. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, okay, we'll get, we'll get the we'll get the word on that then. See what uh see what you have to say. I haven't about... beaten it yet, but it's really good. Ah, uh, okay, okay, good stuff, good stuff. I'm almost there. Let's see tonight, and let's see. Uh, OJ should be in at some point. He was here, and then he left, and he came back, and he left. So I think there was some technical stuff issues going on there. So he'll he'll pop in at at some point. Um, so we do have the the Switch Two stuff to go over. There are reports flying everywhere. We had breaking news on on the on the Game and Talk podcast as well with that. So Nate was getting getting some uh, some credit in the news. Got the Killer Instinct return. Baldur's Gate Three took over the internet. Crashed Steam at one point, and we also got some sales numbers for Zelda and, and the Switch. And I figured we would try to decode what Kojima said at one point for Death Stranding to in an interview to a K-pop star. So that should be, that should be good. That should be good. Let's, uh, let's, let's actually, let's actually jump in. We'll jump into the Baldur's Gate thing immediately then because Max, you played it. I've played some of it, but I don't think anyone else had a chance to play it. So I think it's just you and me. MVG has shown interest in this game. Uh, I, I'm definitely getting it. I'm waiting for the PS5 version. I, I'm not like a, a PC Master Race snob or anything, but I feel like I need to be sitting on the couch while I'm playing this game with a controller in my hand. So I'm, I'm on the PS5 version when it comes out. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. And then uh, Josie's also shown interest in it. I'm super interested. I've played D and D for a long time, so I love the the idea of this coming out and stuff. I just don't have a PS or a PC to play it on, so I got to wait for the PS5. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. That's fine. That's fine. And I didn't even realize that Max told me that you can use a controller with the PC. I have not tried it at all. I basically stuck with the the, the keyboard and mouse, which got took some getting used to because. Uh, well, actually, Max, I'll let you go ahead and discuss this. You've played it for. 30 some odd hours all right i haven't played it for that long i've played it for like three hours or something so yeah um i've been playing it quite a bit i played almost exclusively with like one of these cheap little uh xbox controllers i've been playing it 12 hours a day with my girlfriend i actually broke the a button on my controller so now i'm playing keyboard and mouse uh i'm surprised by how good it works when it comes out in playstation 5 here in a couple weeks gonna work really well but as a person who's played a bunch of dungeons and dragons it's weird they finally just made dungeons and dragons into a game successfully you can go anywhere you can do anything it's like all right there's these guards that are jerks do you want to become a guard do you want to kill these guards do you want to burn down the town do you want to kill the mayor like every situation there's like 80 billion branching paths i feel like i keep clicking random streamers because they're just doing random things i saw somebody become a vampire hunter i've seen people just uh, literally have sex with a bear i don't know why that's an option but you can't i don't know is this it, game is just so deep was the opening the opening surprised me a bit because i think i was picturing 
like medieval time stuff and you start on an alien spaceship <laughs> which is yeah very weird to me at first uh it was it, it was very mature rated right off the bat and obviously this game is i'm surprised this game didn't catch an adult rating at some point maybe it did somewhere in the world i don't know I wonder if they didn't because it's toggleable nudity. I wonder if they have some sort of loophole mm. where it's like, oh, you can opt out of all the swing and D. Yeah, uh, that. yeah, man, I do. I like that intro though. We're right at the start. The there are these alien style Cthulhu style monsters called the Mind Flayers, and the way they reproduce is they put like a parasite in your brain that grows and takes over your body. Uh, and you're infected with the mind flare. So the that's, whole that's the idea of the game. that I saw. Yeah, as they jam this thing behind your eye or something, and it's like, well, you got to go figure it out. And yep, that's kind of that's like the first that's like the opening cutscene. Basically, it's like All right, we're gonna jam this in your in your eye right now, uh, and they do and, it in first person too. So it's kind of weird. <laughs> it's just so good, man. I can't. And that that's like it's crazy. This game is literally like a, a rushed playthrough is like eighty hours. Most people are gonna put two or three hundred hours into it. I've I've put 30 hours into it of dedicated hardcore. Let's try and figure out what to do. And I have not done much. And I say that as like the biggest compliment. So I I can tell as I'm playing this game, I don't think it's a, a title that is uh, geared towards me is what I'll say. Cause it is, if you would be into this game, if you like the Dungeons Dragons setup, right? Like if you play it in, in person, you're going to like this game because it is, it basically plays like that. Like they don't hide a lot of like Diablo hides the dice roll from you. This game, it's like, all right, hold on. You're going to roll your die now. <laughs> John, did you, not, did you not play like Baldur's Gate 2 and Icewind Dale and all these cool RPGs on the PC back in the day? I, I pl I've dabbled with them here and there, but I didn't get into them that much. I played Diablo 2 and Diablo 1, which those, again, they disguise the dice roll more than this. This is basically like, uh, an electronic version of Dungeons and Dragons in the sense that they they do walk you through a lot of it, but you'll have the narrator talk to you like a dungeon master, right? And it's yeah. that's fine. Which is, but it is kind of leaning into that. And the thing that always gets me with PC games like these, and it's it dealt with it back in the day, but now you mentioned the controller settings, Max, and I think I would like that more because right off the bat, you're basically clicking to move your character. Never got it. Never got on with that. I don't know. I, that always bugged me. I mean, it's just me. I'd rather use WASD to run around with the character, but um. yeah, I've enjoyed it more with the controller, obviously, since I've predominantly played it with that. But uh, what you can do, John, is if you're having some sort of trouble in certain areas, if you press O, I found out it, it becomes fully top down. It actually zooms way up in the sky. And you could just see the whole board, so to speak. And it actually makes it a little bit easier sometimes. Like if you're trying to figure out where to go in a town, you're like floating above it. You can just mm. pick locations or in combat. Yeah. I, I mean, I see the, the storylines that keep branching. Basically they're like, do you want to kill this thing or not? <laughs> do you want to show compassion? Do you want to fall under its mind control? And I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to do this, but what would have happened if I hadn't gone that route? So I just, I see this as a million different stories that are going to be told for people. So it, I understand the hundreds of hours people are describing for this game uh, and reviews are in progress. Now, uh, last I checked, there were four reviews. I'm a uh, double check again. Last I checked four reviews though, is what we're in. Uh, I'm a, uh, yeah, still I'm, four. I'm going to edit. I'm editing a video for tomorrow. That's going to just basically be impressions. And in it, I basically say that this game is just so big. You, you can't really review it in the standard sense. Like most games you beat it mm -hmm. and you review it, but this is a game where they've said there's 10,000 endings. There's 200 hours of possible cutscenes. It's like, 
I, I've played 30 hours, so I'm going to put up an impressions video. But yeah, I, dang, saw, I saw that a lot of people, like, uh, there were viewers who were, like, viewing progress. They're like, I've put 30 hours in, and I feel like I'm just starting. So I, I don't know how you review a game like that, unless you're going to spend the next year doing it. It's that's That is kind of crazy, but uh, I, I see it for the for the D crowd i see it uh it's high quality super high quality across the board i feel like and if i was just into that i i think this would be a really cool game for me what what's the performance like what, okay what kind of what kind of machines this you guys gotten i tested it on two different video cards all right a varying degree so the lowest one i tested it on which actually i guess i could have put it on the steam deck people said it plays all right there though i played it on a 2070 super and then i played it on uh Oh, nice, nice. I played it on a 3080 Ti. So the 30 Ti, 3080 Ti just dominates this game. No problem. You, sh you can do whatever you want. Uh, the 2070 Super, I was surprised on that because uh, it was, I have it here on the 1440p widescreen and it was getting anywhere from 60 to 80 frames depending. Through G-Sync, you don't really notice it even if it drops down to like in the 50s at some points. But the performance is fine. And that's at, it, it sets me at like high and ultra settings mm -hmm. for G that again. Have you? Do you have a ROG Ally, and did you test it? I do have the ROG Ally over there as well. I've not put it on there. The thing I run into is this game is 120 gigabytes. <laughs> yes. So, oh, yeah. So I Dude. immediately have to, if I'm like, I'm going to put this on the Steam Deck, it's like, okay, I'm going to put this on the Steam Deck. I'm going to play it later today or tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I put it on the Steam Deck. I set it right next to my Wi-Fi so it soak up every bit I could, and then I plugged it into the wall, and it still it took quite a while. But it runs well on Steam Deck. I have been, uh, what do I have? An RTX uh, 2080 Super, and it's been running good. Sometimes I'll have an issue. If I play the game for like eight hours, it's, it almost feels like the game starts to have some sort of problems. Like if I play it for a ridiculous amount of time, the frame rate gets bad. But if I restart it, it's fine. Uh, and I guess no normal person would encounter this. But a lot of my binge sessions, about eight hours in, the frame rate becomes unplayably terrible. Hmm. And I just restart it and it's fine. I've also had a couple sticky black screens where when two people are playing, it'll like go to the 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 your partner's point of view when they're in conversations. That way you can like see what choices they're making. And about... 2% of the time, sometimes the screen would just show pure black and I could hear it. And it's happened enough times that all these things, I, I can't tell what's happening, but yeah, that's a really weird frequent glitch. Jordan, aren't you in Japan? I am in Japan. What? <laughs> Are you We're just Japan. like through like hotel Wi-Fi or something right now? No, this is just 5G. Oh, okay. You just stopping mm -hmm. in? You stopping in? What's going on? What's what's happening yeah, over there in Japan? It's 10 a.m. I'm in Osaka and I was like, oh, the Spawncast is going on. You got a you got like a nice view. Yeah, I yeah. mean, uh, you hit us with if it? I could turn yeah, it on real quick. Yeah, real quick. Just give us, give us, give us a little shot. <laughs> if it's loud, it's cicada. Oh, oh, okay, interesting. Oh, Ooh. look at that! Fancy. Nice. What's Kinda... the coolest thing you've done? Um traveled around went to a bunch of places in tokyo to a bunch of places in osaka the last couple of days heading to kyoto for a little bit how's the gamecube section looking yeah. over there good i bought it i bought a japanese gamecube game so far i bought a bunch of what a bunch of games some cool stuff okay finally picked up final fantasy 16 but i picked it up here because it's like 40 bucks here interesting all right huh yeah I, I mean i guess you have to gauge how much you can actually get on the plane and get back with you right Oh, I already bought a whole new suitcase. Oh. <laughs> nice, Smart nice. man. 
That's awesome. So you're starting out the day. We're like ending the day right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Day's just starting. Just figured I'd pop in and say hi. Didn't want to derail the no, podcast. You're good. But... You're good, Jordan. Hey, man. I'm fun in Japan. That's cool. That's cool. Looks looks nice over there. Looks, uh, nice. looks nice. Appreciate <laughs> it, guys. Have a good one. All Enjoy right. the show. See you. Have fun. Yeah. Right. There it is. We got the word from Japan. There you go. Actually, could have used him for the Pokemon Presents thing. Oh, well. <laughs> Get him back. Well, I mean, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk to him about it next week anyway. But, yeah, Baldur's Gate 3. If you like D&D, I recommend it. If you don't I'm like D&D, I recommend was, it. <laughs> I heard that there was a dungeon builder in it, or, like, there were rumors about that. Is that is that true, Max? Do you know? I, I oh, haven't interesting. seen I haven't seen anything like that. I wonder if they mean the camp. That's full. That's I mean, that's full on D and D. Then, if you can just make yeah, because people game. were excited because you could just make your own stuff oh, and crazy. have your players go through the whole thing. If you can, yeah. If John said, "Man, that if they can," I, people, this could be the last game people ever play. Uh, people, <laughs> people are talking about the fact that this game has no microtransactions. You just buy it and play it. I, I mean, legitimately, there are people that are just going to play this forever. I uh, yeah I saw I, I saw on Steam it hit seven hundred thousand concurrent people playing it at once which is which is in, insanity uh, at one point Steam was struggling with the game like it, there were reports that people were erroring out when they were trying to buy the game uh, so I mean Larian Studios they they got a home run on their hands it looks like and depending on the way these reviews come in I mean it's at a ninety four now with four reviews this thing it kind of seems like this could end up mid maybe slightly lower nineties as is that game of the year contention then? I think so. Mm, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I, I do. I wonder how many people are going to mention it though. I, it's weird. This game. I almost think even as a mega fan of it, I'm baffled by how much it's selling just because this seems like it would be a more niche title, but it's, it's going so mainstream. I'm curious what websites are even actually going to rank it on the top 10 best games of the year. It's interesting. Cause they, like even a lot, I mean, it's, it's as like, like I said, as hardcore RPG as you can get. And even like the battles, which interestingly enough, there's no transition necessarily from the battle to the overworld when you're walking around. You can you can change to it yourself by clicking it. You can say, okay, I'm going to go into like the battle sequence if I want with no enemies around, um, which I think lets you like detect traps and stuff like that. But that is still, it's very, it's like a tactical strategy RPG, kind of. You move your characters, you can only go so many spaces, and then you pick your actions or whatever you want to do. So, I I don't know, This is it's impressive stuff to see the performance on it, in terms of its its sales and, and excitement online. I It might be there. I think at the end, end of the year, this could be one of those titles that, I think it's definitely lining up to be that, that RPG of the year contender. But who knows? Maybe you don't see a lot of these kind of games end up in that Keeley game of the year category at the end. This might be this might break through kind of like how Persona did that one year. Oh, yeah. Good point. So I I'll be interested to see it on the PlayStation 5, though. And someday, I guess the Xbox Series X and the Series S. But it sounds Which, like by the way, mm-hmm. remember how there was all that controversy about, you know, the Xbox version was delayed and all that stuff because mm-hmm. the Series S was um, that they couldn't get that running properly, so they just kind of held a... Well, I guess they didn't officially delay the Xbox version. They just said it was coming out later. Yeah. Um, But I think in hindsight, looking back now, it was the right move for them to ship the game the way that they have, because obviously, you know, people are very, very excited about it. There's so many people playing this game right now. 
it is uh, it is a bummer that the xbox version isn't gonna launch with the playstation 5 but i mean i think they made the right call on this one give them give them the time that they need and i'm sure the xbox version when it does come up it'll be it'll be really this good this is too, a game so. they could have another three launches with this game technically because yep. they're gonna put it on the ps5 right let's say they get it on the xbox early next year at the end of next year, maybe into 2025, they could try to move it to Nintendo's next system. Right. Maybe. And that would maybe. make a lot of sense to have it there. You know, a handheld device yep. and all this. Yeah, I mean, it's running on the Steam Deck, so that would be, uh, they, that'd be pretty big for Larian. They said this is all going to have cross-play as well. It so. does. Interestingly enough, when you sign in and everything, you saw it, Max, it, said, yep. it, it talks about cross-progression cross-play. So I could, for example, the PS5 version comes out, all the stuff I've been doing on the PC, you log in with your account that you've made and all this, and your your data goes right to the PS5, apparently, and you can just pick up right there. So I'm Is a, it like a separate account, like, other than yes, yes, Steam a separate one? Account. Or what? Mm-hmm. Okay. It, yeah. it is a separate account, and then also there's a thing called uh, direct connection. So whenever you're playing online, if you don't want to bother doing friends list stuff, there is a way where you can just tell people, like, this randomized code, which I've been doing the most of, like, it's kind of cool that you can just send your friend this ID, they join you for a while, and then leave. Yep. So yeah, people can be on the PS5, people can be on the PC, eventually the Xbox, and everyone just playing the same room, running around. So, it's uh, it's 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 good stuff. That took them a while in early access, but it seems like it paid off. So, uh, I, I'm curious what the PS5 version will turn out to be, and I think I'll play the PC version here and there as we go along. But I'll be honest, when something like Starfield and Armored Core come out, I'm probably just gonna be moving to that immediately. So, that's uh, that's the way it goes. But hey, good good for Larian, good for Boulder's Gate fans. They, uh, they they got one here, they got one. Let's uh, let's let's go over to. Oh yeah, Sean wanted to talk about the us talk about like the Switch sales since uh, since they you guys talked about it did it on Game and Talk right, Josie? Where's OJ? Where's OJ? Somebody in chat sales. said that he had some stuff to do after his pre-show. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 Let's uh, you know we'll we'll talk about the Switch Two stuff then. Um, we'll get into into that one, and then we'll do the sales because Sean wanted to come on and start yelling about all the other stuff that was going on. <laughs> Gosh, Switch Two, Emily, you haven't had a chance to talk about this yet either, really, have you? Oh, you talked about no. it with, did you talk about it with Nate? No, we didn't. We actually recorded Nate the Hate um, a day before or two days before. So. Oh wow. Okay. Interesting. We haven't talked about sales. Okay. Got it. Got it. So we got the sales and the Switch Two stuff then too. Um, let's. Let's talk about the let's talk about the Switch Two stuff then. We'll get that we'll get that going. So we got reports Switch Two. This was from VGC. Uh, the big thing they pointed out that okay, so Eurogamer corroborated the Switch Two stuff, but it was actually corroborating second half of 2024 launch. I don't think they touched on much of the other stuff. They just said, hey, we've heard that it's likely coming out second half of 2024. But then Nate shows up all over the internet talking about an eight inch LCD, right? A lot of suggestive themes there on game and talk, but they did it. That was, and, that was the worst. <laughs> and uh, eight inch LCD. And they also mentioned a, an expansion in terms of storage size internally. So surprise, it's not going to ship with 32 gigabytes. Probably. I mean, that would be wild if they attempted that again. Um, Nate suggested up to, I'm going to say again, up to 512 gigabytes, not that it would have 512. All right. So I, I think they, they might cheap out slightly and just do 128 gigabytes, <laughs> but that's just me. I uh, think that'd give us more than you that. Think so? John. I, oh, okay. I'm, okay. I'm thinking 256. Okay. I thought it'd be really cool. 
128's not that much of an upgrade to sure. me. Okay. Okay. Yeah, especially I mean, especially with the file exactly. Especially game. if you're talking about games that um are targeting 4K potentially, mm -hmm. or they're you know targeting an, an up up uh, you know reconstructed 4K, whatever. Um, I think asset sizes of games are generally going to get larger. And you just talked about a game like Baldur's Gate 3. You also mentioned, you know, we talked about Call of Duty coming on this console. I mean, they're gonna have to up that that flash storage. I think yeah. significantly. Call of Duty's what over a hundred gigs, so you're mm -hmm. gonna have you're, you won't you'll have games that won't fit on. You'll have to be no. I think I think two fifty six minimum. I think five twelve yeah. is a possibility though, because I think that they're that's why they're going with an LCD, not to diminish the quality of an LCD, but I think um, that's probably one of the factors hmm. right now. Okay, okay. You think if there is a light version they would have less storage space for it or you think they would just keep that the same too um i'm thinking about the potential the for with a the base switch i mean you're, you're also you're you know you're also assuming that this is going to be the exact same sort of thing that we have right now and i don't i i'm still not of the mindset that it's going to be so i don't even know mm. if there would be some sort of um light version of it i okay. mean there might be there okay. might be a, a comparable cheaper version but you know we're we're operating under the mindset of it's a hybrid system like we have now but you know there, there's always that possibility well there's you guys you guys were breaking some some news over in game and talk right sean i, I heard this it's uh, it's not live yet technically on the for the public but you guys nate was throwing around some some info there uh, on yep. game and talk which you could i mean you could listen to right now if you sign up and support the the Spawncast Network, right over on SpawncastNetwork.com, bunch of good shows going going on over there that aren't live. MVG had his Ask a Developer, some some a lot of Carbon Engine in there, which was really cool to hear. Uh, and we we did some Mario Party stuff too. Mm. That was fun. <laughs> I mean, there was a, there you was both an lost. That was formed. <laughs> you both lost. So That's I mean, it's you fine. can't. Only one person come in first place. I mean, but I came in second. But what that's, did you come in? That's not first. I, I, I you're either first you. or you're last. As long as I beat you, I'm I'm satisfied. <sighs> I am more than satisfied. It was like an hour of Mario Party, all right? So <laughs> there's a, a lot of content there. And then I have uh, another spawn point, which I've been doing more and more of these going up this week, where uh, Muda and myself talk for about an hour and 20 minutes about live service and aliens. It's great, Muda. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, check it, good. check it out. They sort, like I said, support the the shows at Spawncast Network. Exciting stuff going on over there. A lot of plans for some other shows too. So um, exciting stuff. Where's Medallion? Is Medallion in here? Yeah, Medallion. What? I gotta, I gotta, well, I gotta go at Medallion real quick because he he replied on the um in the game and talk thing because oh. I I said something about how. Is the ret you have a Retroid Pocket two or a two plus, right? I have a two and a three. It's an LCD screen, right? Yeah. Or it's not yes. an IPS. Yeah, I, well, I I couldn't. I think it's IPS. I think it's IPS, isn't it? I don't know. Regardless of it, one of the things was was that there is a patch that you could download, and it's like some custom settings thing. Retro Game Cores made a video on it that allows it to mimic an OLED screen. And I had talked about that in the video and I saw a medallion in the comments, like there's no such thing. I tried to link the video that I was talking about, look up retro game cores, type in retroid pocket two, um, 
screen and it'll pop up what I'm talking about. It, it's basically it, the, the point I was trying to make was mm -hmm. that not all LCD screens are created equal. There are things you could do to them to enhance them. And I was using that as a as a point. Mm, OK, well, I do. I actually do believe the LCD talk quite a bit mostly because of Nintendo's financials recently. Uh, I, th I think there's a point to be made in there where they discussed selling more, because they, they did pretty well, which we'll get into some of the sales stuff in terms of how many systems they sold, but they actually made less money technically in terms of profit because even though the OLED model is 350, the red box model at 300 makes them more money for the profit margin. And oh yeah, probably. A lot of that has to do with the probably the OLED screen. I mean, if you look at it, what's the major difference really? It's the seven-inch OLED. So also, when we're talking, I see a lot of people confused about 4K. There are one much like different types of LCD screens. There's different types of 4K. True. We're not talking about we're not talking about a screen that's going to be a 4K screen. On assuming that this is a Switch-like concept, we're not talking about the screen that screen being 4k we're talking about that probably being 1080p the 4k comes into play probably an upscale 4k with dlss or some other sort of thing via docked mode so uh, battery life i don't think would be that huge of a problem because we're because i mean 4k in a handheld it's, I mean, it's kind of pointless anyways yeah i wouldn't do it for the screen i mean i i think they'll i don't think they're going to hit that set i think 720 is I don't know if you could show up with 720 again. I feel like they, yeah, no to, way. I feel like they push it to like 1080. Yeah. Uh, I, would, I mean, I would agree. Just have it 1080 max. And I mean, it's yeah. not, I mean, how many fucking switch games don't hit 720 P in handheld mode? Like, you know, it, yeah. it, it is what it is. So you have the 1080 max. If developers can figure that out, you know, you're good. Well, what's interesting is I know the ROG, ally has uh amd fsr that's used in handheld mode so i do kind of picture nvidia having their own upscaling stuff for handheld mode as well so they could probably play around with that 1080p resolution not necessarily as like a constant but at least a, a ceiling they can hit and i mean i think having the menus the eShop, all those things in 1080p would would help out in handheld mode with an eight inch screen so i the other thing I'm curious about, though, the 8-inch LCD, which Nate has mentioned a couple of times now um, as informed speculation, but uh, I do believe him on that one based on some other things. I wonder what that's going to do to the, the form factor of the system. Will the system be larger? I mean, the 8-inch mm. screen would make, I assume, make it larger. Yeah. Well, I heard that. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't repeat. I mean, the system um, diagonal diagonal would be would be uh, larger than so. Yeah, like, how but I would mean, they work around that. Would it be? Would the Joy Cons be taller? Like, would they be longer too? How would those just be? Take, just take a a, a Sony Q Light, uh, rip the the Dual Sense controllers off, and stick Joy Cons on it, and then that's what we're looking at, right? All right, all right, yeah. Because I, was... I mean, we, you know, the the Switch itself. I mean, it's hand, it's portable. But like, is it is it? It's not like a Game Boy or something like that, right, you know. It, right. it, it it's always been kind of clunky. So I think they'll be fine getting away with stuff like that. The market's adopting this whole, you know, mini PC in the palm of your hand situation. So why not? Why not? You know, go a little bigger. I, mean, I hope someday. That Oh, yeah, Max. I was going to say, yeah, I agree. I mean, I I have actually taken my Steam Deck places. The fact that they sell it to you with a case, 
Um, I do think the Switch, maybe be maybe looking at this, Switch 2 could have that 8-inch screen and come with a case and just be like, yeah, pretty good internal storage, run around with it, you know. I hope eventually foldable screens get so cheap that they could do like a Game Boy that closes completely and it becomes a little You square. and your foldable hey, screens. That's, it's cool happening. technology. It's not can... happening in video games, they... ever. Do some we don't cool want stuff. it. We don't no one want wants it. it. Wait, hey, don't say we. Want I want it. What's wrong with Why? that? Foldable screens what? are cool. It's what's if, the benefit? It feels like the cyberpunk uh, future. It reminds mm. me of like Blade Runner, where it's like, all right, I'm done playing my game, and then it folds up completely. <laughs> I, I still like the you have a DS design that they came up with. I do. Exactly. I have a charged DS, but I want it today, and not in 144p or whatever that screen is. I still like the clamshell design that they came up with. So. It's a shame that it's, it's basically over now. Uh, but there was there was something, because they had some the, some obvious pieces in there. It'll take physical media, because there's a card slot. So there you go. Nintendo's not going all digital yet. Shocking. They'll probably be the last holdout, which is fine. And the part I'm confused about, maybe MVG can answer this for us. They don't seem to know if it's backwards compatible, despite having access to a development kit. Again, these are select partners that are working on dev kits, but whoever VGC is talking to, and I, I have some guesses, all right, because if it's select partners, if I had to look at studios that tend to leak stuff early, uh, I'd probably throw a speculated guess that it's like Ubisoft or something. Yeah, it's probably Capcom or Ubisoft. <laughs> Yeah. One of those, right? Yeah. Intelligent systems, maybe. You know what I mean? Like it. We don't know, but the backward compatibility thing. I, I think the best way I can answer why they still don't really know if it is or it isn't is because the development kits that have been sent out, or at least from what we've heard, um, the goal is to make games. You know, the, the goal isn't to fuck around with backward compatibility. So the dev kit probably doesn't even support it. Um, hmm. but that's not to say, that's not to say that it wouldn't get added later on because dev kits, when they first get sent out, they're usually in prototype phase. In some cases, they're just like ribbon cables coming off a PCB or something like something really, really kind of primitive, like really basic, but yeah. generally speaking as prototype development hardware matures, they start to add kind of the features of the final product to that hardware. So backward compatibility uh, I think the reason why they can't really say uh, a yes or no is probably because the partners that have access to dev kits, their focus is to get launch games ready for the uh, for next generation. Their, their, their focus is not to mess around with backward compatibility. Their, their focus is to make new games. So I think, you know, at this point, we can't really say whether that's going to be true or not, unfortunately. Okay. Okay, so that's still... my that's that's my take. I don't know if that's accurate, but I, that's what I would say is probably happening right now. Still up in the air. Okay. Still up in the air. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, Fifty-fifty, that's... as Sean says. Right. I, mm. I'm I I had a tweet about this today, man. If this isn't backwards compatible, compatible, the internet is gonna burn. I believe oh, it. I, I'll be there. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm, 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 I might have to pull out a cigarette for that one for old times' sake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bro, man, if they do, I'll man. I'm just saying I, that's like a huge selling point to me is that I bought I have like so many physical Switch games that like you know physical pilled me. If none of them actually yeah. plug into my Switch Pro or Switch Two, I don't know. It's oh, a system man. you can play it on. It's a Switch. Yeah. Hey, don't, don't Don Matrick me. We have a console for you. Yeah, it's called the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. But that's 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 the interesting part about this. It's just 
a, a little handheld hybrid device. It's not a game console that you have to plug into your entertainment center and hook it all up and then unplug it. I mean, you want to play your Switch games, there's a Switch right there. That you, you know, can just you know what annoy me about it, MVG? The whole thing, if it isn't backwards compatible and can't uh, have those older games come forward, is that we were allegedly this close to getting a Switch Pro. Dev kits got recalled. That's the story and all this stuff. So they were close and they decided not to, which I assume is just why we're selling these switches who cares let's move on with this generation until next generation which means we almost had a system that would have made these games look better and play better and if this new system doesn't play those games which potentially open up the idea for patches or playing better we'll always be stuck with xenoblade chronicles 2 where your characters don't have faces uh (laughs) just hear me out i'm gonna run this this situation past you guys new hardware launches Mm -hmm. it launches with a new mario 3d game and mario kart 9 right so already there's a lot of people invested in new hardware and they Mm -hmm. love the new hardware because it's it's a you know generational leap above the switch at that point how many people do you think are going to want to go back and play their old switch games like they they want they're going to want more of the new stuff they don't care about the old stuff but there could be gaps in Mm -hmm. the rest of the year after they beat those games after they've had their fill that they would be like okay well now i have all this backlog of games that i didn't get to before i'm kind of doing that with the ps5 i didn't have a ps4 so i'm playing a lot of or yeah i'm playing a lot of ps4 games right now i just feel like it'd be cool yeah but they could fill in the gaps by reselling it uh breath of the wild (laughs) deluxe edition featuring all all the dl And they'll resell you a Pokemon Scarlet and Violet with the performance patch, but only on the <laughs> system. The performance patch, hey, is, patch coming. is coming. Okay, that patch, patch is, coming. is coming. People, I, people said it was. I kind of feel like they might do that. I, I haven't made a video about this or anything, but I did kind of want to pitch. I do think that they're going to do something where, if it's backwards compatible, I think they're going to sell you some sort of ten dollar upgrade patch of like, oh, the games you like most. It has a physical cartridge slot. They look the same, but if you pay it, there's like a four K patch or something. Mm. Yeah, I I don't know how they're going to deal with it. Maybe it is software-related where you put the cartridge in and it does what the Xbox does, which is just download the game from their server or something that's set up with a, with a compatibility I, I think, patch. I think if I was to speculate, and I've said this before, I think it's it's going to be uh, patches. Mm. So um, based on your digital library, if you own specific games, I think they're going to offer you a way to upgrade to next generation, whether that is paid for or for free. Hopefully it's it's a free upgrade. Um, but I think that's how they're going to manage it. Yeah. Personally. Historically, hasn't Nintendo been pretty forward though with backwards compatibility? I mean, even the DS Lite had like a whole Game Boy in the bottom of it. Yeah. Like they've been pretty good. I feel like they've always sort of cared about it, but I mean, it might be different because they haven't. But yeah, well, even for like what was the Wii U? I know that was a failure, but the Wii U and the Wii, and then the Mm -hmm. Wii and the GameCube, except for like I guess when they're switching cartridges, but. I feel like their history sort of points to the idea that they'd stick with it. Mm-hmm. But you have all have you also noticed that eventually during the generation they take that that feature away? Like yeah, that's true how, with the upgrades. Yeah, the the revision the of the Wii didn't have the GameCube compatibility, and hmm. um, the Wii U didn't have Game GameCube as well. Game Boy Micro couldn't play Game Boy games. Game Boy Micro couldn't play Game Boy games, so they kind oh, of yeah. take those features away at at some point. So I'm I'm curious to see what what happens here. Look, I think they will do right by 
um, you know, people that have Nintendo accounts and have a digital library of games. I just don't know if the the entire overarching Nintendo Switch catalog is going to come forward and they're, they're going to have some easy way for you to play your old Switch games. That that to me sounds, man, that sounds like a very, very tough thing to, to solve for personally. Yeah. You guys what, what? think Nintendo Switch Online is going to carry over? Yes. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, okay. yeah. Like, the, yeah, 100%. like you're talking Nintendo, like the apps, Nintendo 64. That's what the graph, the graph yeah. that everyone shows you that, that they think says backwards compatibility, that's what it actually is for. It's yeah. for your Nintendo yeah. Online account. And, you know, the the um, Genesis crap, the N64 games and stuff like that. Yeah. Any of the purchases I, you made. Like, you can still sign into your PS3, and even if the game's not compatible on the PS5, or the, like, your purchases are still there. You just play them on your PS3. Yeah, I kind of think that I I think they might do something where the cartridge slot doesn't work, but if you play, bought it digitally, maybe our digital games would still work. I'm just I don't know, man. I'm a, if it doesn't, that would be bullshit though. I yeah, know. I'm just speculating worst case scenario because it's Nintendo. They do some good and then some stuff just catastrophically bad. My my position is uh, to expect them to have backwards compatibility, but not put it out of the realm of possibility they do something where they're like, here's mario kart 8 deluxe u plus <laughs> they're gonna <laughs> and it's not backwards battle or something weird it's gonna have they're gonna say no backwards compatibility the whole internet is gonna say we're boycotting this and then it'll sell 8 million copies like a or 80 million copies day one like they, have the, game. they have the games oh. that's all it takes all they gotta say is something like you know oh we, we tried but unfortunately because of the architecture of this new system and the proprietary media cartridges that we're using for this it was unavailable to get the switch games on the system and then everyone will just eat it up with a spoon no they just sean they just say here's mario kart infinity or something and it's like you know all the mario kart tracks we have guest characters from all these different games and people just that'll be it that's it people will 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 forgive them regardless Hmm. even the ones that swear they won't i won't (laughs) i will I'm going to buy it, but I'm going to do it while frowning so they know that I disagree. <laughs> All right, that's that's fair. <laughs> well, it's I, I think we're going to get more and more information on this on this uh this this new device from Nintendo. I think people are looking more and more into it now that the I guess that's the first is that the first like major report that's dropped for this thing. Seems yes. like it. Yeah. Yep. Well, if it's second half of 2024, we're, also... we're getting cl- we're getting close to where it's like that year period where everyone starts what, looking. What were you saying, Josie? I was just going to ask, like, because when the first rumors of this started happening, people were all on different pages of if this was even going to stay hybrid. But now it seems like it's pretty locked down to be hybrid, right? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, have reason to, I have reason to believe that it will have an LCD, which to me means, yeah. okay, it's hybrid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if it, checking. Yeah. Once Nate started talking about that screen and they said it's an 8-inch screen, like, I, I have reason to believe that it will have an LCD, so... Right. And it'd be a huge step back if they just went back to two separate yep. systems and we didn't get the new Pokemon or whatever. Yeah, that and I don't think I, you know, I don't I don't know how possible it is anymore because where we are with development. I mean, yeah. MVG, how, how it's it take a while because their handheld would be the, a new switch and their home console yeah. would be closer, you'd assume, to like the PS5 or something. Not like yeah. maybe not that far, but I don't know. They They were at least trying to hang with the other systems when they were consoles you know with the Mm -hmm. n64 and the gamecube and even the wii u when it came out it was like okay it's going up against 360 and the ps3 and it has two gigabytes of ram and so no the hybrid hybrid's it i think hybrid's it for the foreseeable future i don't think they're gonna 
move away from that. They're going to have one system, uh, and that's going to be it for a while, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Until that's um, what I've always thought. I just wanted they to run it into the ground, you know, in ten years or something. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Who knows where technology is going? Maybe hybrid model is just the model across the board because diminishing returns and like you get the point where these old chips can do mostly what the big guys can do. Unless Nintendo unless has a way of making like a gimmick that just becomes the standard. So. Yeah. Unless 8K ends up really taking off, I eventually 4K is going to be completely caught up. And then what do you do? So, I don't know. Sony's going to try to push 8K. And if it doesn't work, then, hey, maybe they start working backwards, these low-power chips, and you can take it on the go with you if you want. Ooh, that's what I want. That or, man, I, I think I'd like a... Uh... 4k 100 fps on stuff before i care about 8k mm -hmm. yeah well that might get that with the ps5 pro next year there we go that'd be an interesting holiday by the way if, if both of these come out second half of 2024 a new switch system and a new playstation 5 mm. be eating good uh, you're getting the ps5 pro sean come well, on i mean i'll i will get it but i don't i don't think it's gonna be a gangbuster seller are you gonna put it on your floor yes <laughs> What's the old number? They said one in every six PlayStations uh, PS4 sold was a PS4 Pro. I, yeah, I'm kind of curious if PS5 will hit that same number. You know, I feel like PS5 is selling so well, and if the PS5 Pro is just gonna hit slightly better of the same thing. I mean, it, it worked for the PS4 Pro, but I'm not sure. The 5 Pro seems fast to me. Well, we will have Sony's numbers coming up this week as well. So we'll see. They, they'll give us some number. They, their games are hit or miss, depending on if they tell us about them. But they should tell us systems. I think they said they said 40 million recently. That was sold through to consumers. So it'll be higher than that when they discuss it with their investors. So uh, let's see. Do we want to talk about you guys talked about sales somewhat on your on your game and talk show, right? Yeah. OK. I mean, you can hit some stuff up. All right, I will. I will talk about sales. So the the switch itself continues to roll along. It's nearing a hundred and thirty million sold already. Which I say already. Uh, I mean, it's been out for a little while, right? It's not like it just came out or anything. But it's coming up on that that PS2 DS territory right now. One hundred twenty nine point five three million units sold. It is twenty five million off, twenty six million off of the PS2. And if it still has until holiday 2024 before the next system comes out and then potentially a year and a half to two years of cross-gen, I, I, th I think this system is going to pass it. It might. Mm, maybe. We, we, we go, we go aggressively cut it. Like yeah. We price. go into that. Cause it all depends when you look at how Nintendo has handled really their last three systems. It's been a sharp end to the generation and then a, a focus on the next thing the wii u i mean the wii was a sharp end into the wii u the wii u was a sharp end obviously for different reasons the 3ds was a pretty sharp end as well you know you'll still get stuff but clearly the focus would be on the newer system it just depends on how they roll out that new system and what they do with the current system if they do a, a price drop and they have some you know maybe like more 3ds remakes you know maybe you do a samus returns um for that system or something like that then yeah you know but really the playstation because the playstation 2 is at like 155 nate says it's more closer to 160 so it'd be tough 
Okay. Okay. It yeah, it is going to come down to that end of life support and yeah, it all depends on how they how they handle that. Yeah, I mean, cross gen could include Metroid Prime Four. Cross gen could include the next Mario Kart. They might just say, you know what, we're putting it on both systems because we're we're going to sell a stupid amount of copies here. Hmm. I think a reason the PS4 did pretty well even after the PS5 came out, even though it's not like great, but like a lot of people couldn't get their hands on their PS5 for a couple years right after it launches. So I also think that sort of depends on like the availability of the next Switch. Is it going to be something that's like widely available or were we going to have the Switch that everybody wants and then there's going to be this $150 older ver- dollar older version? Hmm. Okay. That's my idea. I did also want to look at some of the the top selling units here. Legend of Zelda, of course, was like the big story because Tears of the Kingdom has sold. This is in a, a month and a half, by the way, eighteen point five million copies, which is uh, absolutely ridiculous to think about. That is a lot of Zelda, and that's that's the end of June, so that doesn't count July at all. <laughs> Um, which, uh, okay, so they shipped 18.5 million copies. They've sold just over 15 million. So there were about 3 million that were still in stores, which probably sold throughout July anyway. So that's probably sold through at this point. And I I mean, I, I, st- I, gotta, I still got to wonder if it's going to pass Breath of the Wild. I don't know. We'll see. But it's, for me, it's not looking great. I said it was the fastest selling Zelda. It is, but I also said I, I, I wasn't 100% on it passing Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild, by the way, 840,000 copies sold this quarter. So it didn't it didn't sell nothing. It's still rolling. I think you're you're muted, Max. You're muted, Max. I have the IQ of a ham sandwich. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Um, I don't know how the heck they're going to pass it. I mean, obviously, that seven-year head start. And also, I mean, Breath of the Wild was the mandatory Switch game for so long. If, if Tears of the Kingdom passes it, it defies all logic. I think it has a chance, but once again, I mean, it's not like it's not like Breath of the Wild is going to disappear. So, I mean, that'll continually sell as well. It it just depends on how the tale looks with it. I mean, so far, extremely impressive numbers. Will it continue? Time will tell. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if it does, but I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't. I feel like I'd be super surprised. I guess I just don't understand it. We're like Breath of the Wild. You bought it because it was the Zelda game for a long time. It was the hardware pusher for the Switch. Whereas Tears of the Kingdom is a amazing game. It's a 10 out of 10 game. But I guess, I, I don't know. It, I don't know. I just, I'm so blown away by the fact that somehow the attach rate, I guess just because there's more consoles. It's just, it's so gangbuster selling. I mean, it, it, I don't know. It's amazing. to me. Yeah, I'm just going to be curious, uh, like how many people continue to buy the game going forward? Because we might have just seen like the vast majority of Zelda fans come out and buy it. And the rest might just be more mainstream occasionally buying it. If they end up getting a Switch as well, maybe for Christmas coming up like this year, maybe. Uh, Nate, Nate talked about the Roblox effect. You know how people like just make all weird and weird creations and stuff in the game. They just kind of mess around in the sandbox mm-hmm. of the game itself. Sure. I think it's definitely attracted um, a lot of people to Tears of the Kingdom that may, I'm not saying sat on the fence, but... I think it definitely has introduced new people to kind of the Zelda franchise for the first time because there's so many things you can do in that game, and I think that really does appeal to a wider uh, audience uh, than than Breath of the Wild did. Um, I, I look, I'm kind of with Sean. 
I think it could go either way. Um, it's going to come close. It, it could well surpass it, but if I was going to kind of put money on it, I'd probably say it's just going to fall short personally. Well, between Tears of the Kingdom and Breath of the Wild, they technically sold almost 19.5 million copies So in this past quarter. So they should have enough money now to make me the traditional Zelda game and then make the next open world Zelda game at the same time. Uh, they're not going back to that. The traditional Zelda is dead, man. Could be. Uh, I mean, you might get it on a smaller scale. Thank you. <laughs> What's the I, problem with that? It's better than nothing. Yeah, I guess so. Beggars, beggars can't be choosers, John. Well, you know, uh, didn't Jeff Grubb say something non Tears of the Kingdom that was related? Oracle Ages and Seasons. Yeah, yeah. Oracle Ages uh, and Seasons. Good yeah. games. I, good game. Good traditional <laughs> games. <laughs> I kind of got the feeling that it wasn't that. I thought it was oh. something else. It was like a Zelda movie, Netflix series. Uh, the they, could carry over. <laughs> they could keep doing the 2D Zeldas, sort of like what they had on the and the handhelds and mm. start actually just bringing those over. And instead of just doing a remake of them, maybe make a, a new one. Because I think there is still an audience. I mean, Link's Awakening sold super well, too. Link Between I mean, cause, Worlds? Because Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom, they're obviously a lot larger scope than what you can do you know something like a skyward sword remake wasn't it wasn't that big of a pro wasn't as big of a project link's awakening wasn't as big of a project oh. so you could do things like that you could even do uh, explore offshoot games based on potentially those worlds mm. which i think is something that they should i'm kind of surprised they never did because it feels like that would be sort of a natural progression like almost like a, a like obviously breath of the wild and tears of the kingdom does it but you know, like taking an older Zelda game and then adding extra lore into it, you know, like continuing that story in that timeline. Yeah. I mean, it, it, a top-down Zelda isn't going to cost anywhere near or take as, as long, I assume, as like Breath of the Wild or Tears. So you still have those to throw in there, make some money off of it and kind of fill in any gaps for development time. Well, what's Grezzo been up to? Uh, they were making their own game. Right? Wasn't there a game they were making? They put it on uh, Apple Arcade. Is that uh? Oh. Didn't they? They did something. It was funny because they announced it. And everyone's like, "That's not a remake for <laughs> Nintendo." Okay, they're probably working on something else too, though, with them. So, I did want to point out. So they had two, <laughs> two games that passed a million sold this past quarter. One was Tears of the Kingdom. The other one was Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. <laughs> Mario Kart 8 Deluxe sold 1.67 million copies. God. In the past quarter. The game came out in April of 2017. <laughs> the month after the Switch came out. <laughs> Everyone stop. Everyone who's supporting this, you're all bad people. Stop. Uh, now at over 55 million sold. If you take the Wii U into account, it is nearly 64 million copies. Wow. Yes. That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy numbers. People keep buying it. If the next system is backwards compatible, I bet you it keeps selling. <laughs> <laughs> but then how do you get people on mario kart 9 uh but i mean they'll probably buy that game too gosh yeah let's buy both i mean i thought they'll buy Bar mario kart 9 just needs to have what do we have now we're up to like 100 tracks but all 100 tracks plus like an extra 20 and put in some new weapons i'd buy it everyone would buy it i think it'd be cool if they gave it like a side mode like a double dash mode that's like hmm. that's a good idea or something That'd be fun yeah I do want to Mix point out unfortunate news. One game was missing from this report. Sorry, MVG. 
Advanced Wars was not on this report, which means it did not sell a million copies. Hey, I did did my part. You did. You did. I bought it too. It's right over there. It, was uh, uh, Bayonetta Origins on there? It was not. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Leave Bayonetta Game Origins of the year. alone. <laughs> 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 uh, and, you know, I wanted to point something else out here as I have some of the, the numbers in front of me with how things sold the last quarter. I noticed that something interesting is going on with Scarlet and Violet. All right. I thought it would have sold a lot better this past quarter. And it did not. It sold 560,000 copies. And it's still, it's still like, what, 3.3 3 million behind Sword and Shield? I I don't know. I, I'm kind of thinking Scarlet and Violet might be kind of done. Which is interesting if it sells worse when it's all said and done. Then even if it sells right in line with Sword and Shield for the jump they made with it and what they attempted and... I don't know. That's, that seems like uh, that seems like it's going in the wrong direction. Then maybe the message got around that the game was like absolute garbage. I was thinking that. I don't know that. Yeah, uh, that that might be it because something happened here where it's just. I mean, the game came out. I mean, it sprinted to what twenty some odd million copies, and now it's just like falling off a cliff. So yeah, I think uh, Sword and Shield also sold really well because that was like the big mainline Pokemon game everyone thought was going to be like the big step up on Switch and it wasn't and that's what Scarlet and Violet is but just like I think since it came out first and it was that first Pokemon that wasn't that great it might have deterred fans as well I remember when John was trying to get me to buy it when it came out I thought you would have had fun overclocking and doing stuff to that no man no the game not terrible I, I wasn't a huge people really liked the the ending stuff. I wasn't a huge fan of it, but sword and shield. No, no. Um, uh, Scarlet and violet oh, yeah. for it. People, some people really liked it. They're like, look how look game freaks trying. I'm like, I, I guess that's a way to put it. <laughs> sure. I, I sure. like it. I wish it wasn't one of the worst running switch games because I do think it's, it's the most open Pokemon. It's like the Pokemon I dreamed about as a kid. And then it runs at like four frames an hour. <laughs> Yeah, for the quality of the games, I have no problem with the sales falling off like that. I, In, in a way, it kind of deserves it for that, but oh well. The now, gameplay loop of it is actually really fun. It's just oh yeah. there's so much that you have to get over with how badly it runs that it's a lot of people don't have the patience for that. Yeah, well, if uh, I will say if it was not branded Pokemon, it would have been in a lot of trouble. <laughs> it was That would have been that would have been a game people would have made a like would have made fun of it, but like in a, in a way where they were just trying to crush the game. So man, but we'll see what game freak has because we do have an event coming up actually from um, this week, which we will get to here in a moment. I will go ahead and pull up some of the, the super chats. What we're going to do for the, the network, the Patreon, we're probably gonna do a bonus show where we cover the different questions and stuff that have been asked because there were, I think they're like seven or eight, but we'll put that into a show for the, for the people on the network exclusively. Um, so we, we have that for them. Uh, just loading up. Where's Evan? Chats now. Evan was not feeling well. He's sick. Or he's at a LAN party. We're not sure which one it is. Yeah. He's either sorry. sick or he's sick. Playing yeah. bold as Kate. How'd your, how'd your wrestling show go, Sean? Uh, it's still going. Oh. Ricky Starks just beat up Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. He's like 60-something. Why do they keep beating up all the old wrestlers on that show? 
RVD's coming back next week. He's wrestling. Uh, you you know Luke? Remember Luke Perry from nine hundred two one zero? What? Yes. His son <laughs> yes. is a wrestler. Oh, I thought you and, said Luke uh, Perry was a wrestler. Like what? <laughs> what? No. Um. I thought you were you were you're going no, no, there. No. His son. His son is a wrestler, oh, okay. and uh, and uh, yeah, he's uh he's wrestling RVD next week. It's gonna be fucking great. Wow, a lot of stuff happening over there. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, let's see. This is from CJ who says, do you think Killer Instinct will skip PS5? Probably. Yes. It's already on the Xbox now. So we'll, 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 we'll get into that. Yeah. This is from Switch Realm who says, Switch 2 is actually called Nintendo Switch Deluxe. Oh, yeah. That was a question as well um, that, we, that we got in if we think it's going to be called the Switch. This is from T. Joe who became a member. I think they'll call it the new Nintendo Switch or the Super Nintendo Switch. Do you think they're going to keep the Switch branding? Yeah. I I thought it would be called the Super Nintendo Switch for a long time. I do think it's going to be called the Switch 2. Hmm. I don't. I think hmm. it's going to have a different a new Interesting. name. It's going to be a hybrid. It's going to, you know, may or may not play old Switch games, but it's going to be a new concept. It's going to be a new name. Because the DS to the 3DS, they just put a 3 on it. The Wii U to the, or the Wii to the Wii U, they just put a U on it. So I don't know what they do with the the switch. Hmm. Is this a switch pro or is this new hardware? What are we talking about here? Mm. It, if it's new hardware, then it, it needs a new name. Well, we don't know what the con we don't know what the new concept is. What the what the little wrinkle is that they might name it after. Although, what's the what's the Wii U? The U? Is that just useless? Like, useless. Wii U. <laughs> Wii U. Wii U up plus. There you go. Uh, yeah, that's that's the biggest thing is we got to figure out what what exactly is going on there terms of the the major function liam says pokemon presents predictions we'll get i think we're getting a new mystery dungeon game we'll get we'll get into the pokemon presents stuff here soon liam we have that coming up console says y'all ever play disc golf on wii sports okay no. wow a lot of a lot of, a lot of uh, excitement play it in real life it's a good time. Yeah, yeah, sure. I've played real disc golf. Varang says, "Where is ROG 69 He's right there. He's got the NW hat on. Uh, by the way, AMC, I'm a big fan of your games you developed. Josh, nice tears of the kingdom video review. Respawn Water, love the tech waves. Oh, and PS2, dude. Uh, Chase says, "At least you got my name right." Spawn wave. I was scrolling through your videos and noticed you make the same face in each thumbnail. Do you pose each time? Copy paste your face. <laughs> no, it's the same. I I, I actually uh, pose every single time. I, I I'm really good at doing that now. Why? <laughs> if it's, if people can't tell, just fucking recycle. Who cares? Because I have different shirts. I have different shirts on. That's my thing too. Is the shirt thing. So I do. What I do is I film a video. That's that's why I wear white t-shirts. Also, my, my hair videos. might change or grow or something. So I'm like, I'll just keep it straight. Or recede. I don't think I've ever been it in might, a thumbnail. <laughs> I got it. We got. I want to track it across thumbnails. I can put you've, them all in, a... and I can fold through and be like, "Yep, there it goes." <laughs> you've been in my thumbnail. No, that's uh, true. Yeah, you you go up too, by the way. You've been in several of my thumbnails. You were in your own thumbnail once in VG when you were oh, sitting yeah, in front yeah, of yeah. your desk. Like things oh, are changing. Fun, yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't put a. Get a, just make a thumbnail for it. I just let it upload. This is from Patrick says, how is Jedi Survivor performance on PS5? Now, I played it on the Xbox series. It's gotten a little better. A little bit. A little better. 
coming out for the VCR, I heard. Uh, the PS4. Yeah. yeah. Switch Realm says, MVG, are you considering an indie developer or double A? Indie developer. Okay. Sure as hell isn't triple A. <laughs> he says he's not triple A. He says it is. I don't want to be I don't want to be triple A. Why not? I was just I was just confirming. <laughs> Thank you. John says, hype for Starfield. Edison says, uh, what are you drinking, Max Coca-Cola? Oh no, I'm drinking tea. There I'm drinking go. tea out of the jug like a weirdo. I had this DoorDash and I couldn't get a cup, so I'm just drinking tea <laughs> out of the jug. Uh, don't subscribe to Game Pass. Says John, if the FF10 remake is real, would you want it to be one to one? Leave the combat alone, but please change mini games. I never dodged 200 lightning bolts. Did you? I did actually. I did that one time. One time. I've only done it once. Where because every other playthrough, I'm like, I don't feel like doing that again. Uh, I I'd like them just leave the combat one to one, but then revamp everything else: visuals, audio, the uh, mocap, all that stuff. Yes. And Boot says that moment you realize you have a Jersey Mike sub shop in your town for the last two years and in a prominent part of town. Matrix confirmed. Edison Jersey says, Mike is good though. If you get the is. um the original Italian, I like the original Italian. Mm-hmm. No onion. Um, so you don't do it Mike's way then? Fuck Mike. Um, what? He's he's in the name. Yeah, but you just get rid of the onion, but then you still have like the 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 um. Mm-hmm. The vinegar and oil and stuff. It's delicious. Edison says, do you guys think Nintendo will make an LCD version of Switch 2 and other version with an OLED screen? Two skews. Yes. Yes. Eventually. <laughs> yeah, they'll sell it again. Boot says, Nintendo should do a Pro Dock with proprietary eGPU. That sounds complicated for Nintendo <laughs> for what they're trying to market. Uh, Omar says won't happen but could make sense to put some processing power in the dock to push 4K and 1080p and handheld dockless switch to skew equals new switch lights. Gary says I'm not expecting anything big from Pokemon Direct because I don't want to be disappointed but it would be nice if they announced the Game Boy Advance Pokemon titles come over to NSO. Oh boy. All right. Let's uh That'd be so cool. Let's talk about the Pokemon Presents. It, we we already had mentioned that we thought there was going to be one because there was that data mining that happened. And it seemed to, that was like the Pokemon Masters EX, and it was pointing to August 8th, and it's August 8th. So this, the interesting thing though, it's at 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern. It's going to be approximately 35 minutes long. That is really long for something like this, for what I was expecting. I was going to this with zero expectations, because I don't think Game Freak's going to be ready with another big Pokemon game or anything. And I think it'll just be DLC for Scarlet and Violet. That'll be mostly it. But Josie, you had an idea. Uh I just would like to see Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, like a new game, you know? The only one we have on Switch is a remake. So yeah, it's very they want to make too. their own for it. Yeah, exactly. Oh wow, so, I thought you were gonna disagree with me on that. Okay, cool. <laughs> I don't even really like the games. I just think it makes the most sense. Uh, Jordan Jordan um, vehemently d- disagrees with me about that. The game's got like one yeah. button yeah they're just kind of i don't know they're a little boring but i think it'd be cool uh just mm. to see something new but i also totally can see them de- dedicating like 20 minutes to pokemon sleep and 10 minutes to pokemon go or something crazy like that has anyone played pokemon sleep i don't understand it I, i've never played pokemon go no. either though i just don't get it mm. well pokemon go i get because it's like especially when it came out it was it was a time where everyone was rushing all over the place and 
then we go into the pandemic state and then we come out of it and now it's apparently people are mad at the game because they cut out a lot of the stuff that made it easier to play so people have to go back outside i just remember when it first came out people were all over the place you almost like running over people because they were just walking in the street trying to catch pokemon but i see these i see some expectations on x x and uh <laughs> it's it's not great i I see some people like thinking we might see the Game Boy games go into NSO and Game Boy Advance games and all this stuff. They did that awesome. last time. I know, but they do it every time now. And I, that, I don't, so my thing is, I don't understand why the Pokemon company would do that. That's just, I don't get it. Like, why would they put the stuff in NSO when, let's be real, they can just sell it to people for 20 bucks on the shop and everyone would buy it. Oh, I guess, yeah. So I guess, yeah. Uh, then in that case, I changed because I was about to say that's 100% what I expected, but I think you're correct. I I'll be honest. You're right. I would buy it is that if they put Pokemon Yellow or Pokemon Crystal on there or Pokemon Fire Red, I'd pay 20 bucks right now. I, I do think that we're going to get some sort of Game Boy coming to Switch reveal. I think I think there's this, I think people tend to forget the way it works with uh, the Pokemon company is it's not all Nintendo necessarily. They just have a part of it. So I feel like they would have to also get agreement from what creatures game freak and, and, and all of that. I mean, the trading card game is coming to mm -hmm. game boy. So yep. I don't, I don't In think the they care as much about that one. For example, if this was uh Nintendo calling the shots, you feel like the Pokemon DLC would be an NSO like Mario Kart and all that is. Oh yeah. So I, why I think there's money to be made there. But but that's what I mean. Like they could easily have sold the Mario Kart stuff, but they attach it to their own deal, their own subscription service. It's like holy Nintendo, they can do that. I feel like with the DLC, it's like you said, Sean. Why would they? Because of that. So that's the only thing that throws me off. Maybe they could put one in there. Maybe they just like here's well, yellow. You, you also have to remember they're gonna talk about non-video game related stuff. Mm -hmm. They're gonna talk about uh, Detective because that was shown during mm -hmm. the direct and. Yep. You know, there's lots of questions. Oh, my as... gosh. I heard Josie was excited about this. You guys just shut her down. She's like, this game looks great. You're like, look at this PS2 game. <laughs> like, I that... never said it looks good. I just said I'd be I'd be playing it. it that, was fun. that was crazy. That was crazy. They rolled that shit out there like, yeah. And everyone was like, what? <laughs> really? Like, goddamn. Uh, but yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. I'm not a huge Pokemon fan. I'll be on the beach. I could care less what happens. But it'll probably be DLC stuff, but they'll be like, oh, well, one more thing. Maybe let's go to or uh, there's been the rumor that there is some sort of uh, black and white, black and white Arceus style game. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That'd be cool. I like the Arceus. I think the Arceus stuff is, is good. It was better than um, it was better than Scarlet and Violet. I'll just say it. Yeah, which is yeah. weird. It's a better game. Yeah. And uh, at this point, I mean, it's one. There's only one skew, and it's uh, what was it like, fifteen or sixteen million or something like that. So technically, it probably even sold better if you took one of the skews away from Scarlet and Violet. I yeah. Do we have a mainline poke or like a Pokemon announced for next year? We don't, right? No, we don't know. We just have the. So DLC I could see them coming up right now. Yeah. Yeah, I could see them throwing in Arceus maybe at the end of this to come out next year sometime. Okay, give us an early look and just flash the year 2024. That's what they did with the first game, too. It was announced like a year in advance, I believe. So, 
I can see that. That that's the most realistic one. If we got like a new, like larger game, or something along that line, it's not going to be the, a brand new full Pokemon game. That's probably being saved for the next system and what's that not next year, the year after. Also, they're supposed to. I think they had some premium Pokemon card set that they were supposed to show again or something. Yes. They didn't put a price on it last time, but it looked expensive. So, oh, you say that, Sean? You know, things getting sold out immediately. Oh well, yeah, because people scalp it. I think it was I mean, a lot of money. Yeah, that's kind of where I am, though. I, I don't have high expectations for this, and I, I hope people aren't expecting the entire Game Boy and Game Boy Advance library to drop in on the 8th. But I think, I think that's what I want, but it's not what I expect, if that makes sense. I will take yeah. the Pokemon trading card game. If they say it's in there now, you can just end the presentation. That's good. Yep, enough. same. <laughs> that's good. I like that game. It's, it's really good. It's one of my favorite Game Boy games back in the day, so I will play it. All right, let's MVG. Did you want to? This is so MVG was like we got to talk about this. This right here, we have to talk about it. Killer Instinct. I, I have no idea what happened here. What? What do you mean? Iron Galaxy. I mean, I have no idea. Rebalancing the game. The support is back. They're doing a 4K patch for it. It's all over the place. No, no, I'm saying I have no idea how this how this happened exactly. This is really oh. weird because uh, yeah. no one expected it. No one saw it coming. People who are like really in the know for Xbox were just as confused. I I don't know. Iron Galaxy just showing back up again and is like, hey, we got it. We're gonna. I mean, they did it before. They were the ones who were working on it because it was them and Double Helix. Mm-hmm. Double That's Helix right. got purchased by. Amazon. Amazon. Amazon, yes. So they had to get Iron Galaxy. Iron Galaxy did really good. They, they did well with the whole thing. So interesting that this whole time uh, we had Phil Spencer and Matt Booty going around in interviews saying, we want to do it, but we can't find someone to do it. Basically is what they were alluding to. I guess Iron Galaxy came free. It sounds like it. But I mean, look, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves here a little mm-hmm. bit because all they're doing right now is just patching the game for xbox series right so i think there is a hope and expectation that this is going to the beginning the be the beginning of you know a longer term uh thing with killer instinct potentially we get a, another killer instinct game which would be really awesome i think a lot of people have wanted to see that but i think it's really really exciting for fans of killer instinct that have waited for a long time to get anything just uh, something from killer instinct because it seemed like once again, that it was a franchise that was just left by the wayside. But I wouldn't say that this is a a massive, massive announcement, but it, it is enough for fans of Killer Instinct to be like, okay, okay, this could be something really cool. Um, so they're bringing out a performance update. They're bringing out a, uh, well, they're bringing out a, a Xbox Series patch, um, which will bring it in line with kind of modern standards as well. So that's really awesome. They're going to balance the game. So this is really, really exciting. Uh, whether we see more, uh, hopefully we will. And hopefully, you know, this is the beginning of more announcements to come, but very exciting. Good, good. I don't know how, what happened behind the scenes for this to kind of get all done, but if Xbox was involved in, in some way to kind of pull the strings to, to make this all work, then good job. They, they did well. Is this an announcement because Evo's going on right now? Yes. yes. Yeah, okay. it was an Evo announcement. And there's been a couple of really interesting Evo Fatal announcements. Fu- the new Fatal Fury? The, 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 oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Uh, that's, oh. that's hot as well. Hmm. 
pretty hype about that so yeah normally normally these kind of uh fighting game announcements sometimes they'll kind of leave them for evo because it's a pretty hype time and everyone's you know in one location there's a lot of a lot of streams going on as well so are you at evo mvg uh that's a good question i mean it's literally about 20 minutes from here i could go down there if i want to i don't know i just didn't really feel like going down there oh interesting Um, okay i did go last year and i was actually playing street fighter 6 on their arcade cabinet their heads that was fun um smell uh no it wasn't too bad it's i mean like a it's, a, convention it, it, hall. It, it's, it's a big casino they always usually yeah. keep it pretty well yeah. um, no that's one of the things like fighting tournaments usually have a little stank in them i think it was be- just I mean, smash brothers well i mean i think no, it was no. because at one point it was huddling up in hotel like lobby areas but then they also had you in the conference rooms at a hotel and it was very small now it's gotten to the point where gaming is so big they have in these massive convention halls where it's well, like sony owns evo remember yeah. so I mean, you know, they're they're kind of pulling the strings in the background. But the Mandalay Bay, um, they've had that there for a while. I think they've had it there for at least the last five or so years. But you're right, John. It, it's it's kind of grown over time. I think you know, in the early 2000s, you're right. It was just a small um, room at a hotel where they would get set up and stuff. Yeah. But um, Evo's Evo's big, and yeah, uh, good announcement that Killer Instinct uh, is getting some new love because it's uh, it's awesome. Yeah, they said balance update, improved matchmaking, and 4K support for the Xbox Series X and S. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So the S is getting 4K support as well. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I, I don't see why not. I mean, do you remember when the game came out on the One? It was a launch game for the Xbox One, mm-hmm. and it ran smooth as butter even on the One back in 2013. Hmm. So I, I can I can see this easily running at 4K on both systems. This is interesting because I, I do still think Microsoft needs a, an internal studio to handle something like this if they really want to make it make it go. Because they've contracted Iron Galaxy. They've contracted Double Helix. They lost one of them. I don't know. It's interesting to see Iron Galaxy coming back and doing this. And you feel like Microsoft, if they want to make this a thing going forward, they they legitimately just have a permanent studio to handle it yeah so hopefully i mean like i said hopefully this is the start of a uh a really cool kind of future for killer instinct because fans have been wanting wanting more from from ki for a long time so we'll see we'll see what comes out of it like i said i'm not, I'm not trying to get too hyped because it's just a um you know a modern patch for an old game but um signs of life is good i mean anytime a game that's kind of laid dormant for a while has some fresh uh, signs of life then you know, it's it's always good to get excited about stuff like that. I think people are just happy to see something going on. Something Killer Instinct is happening, and that's enough. Because that game is just, yep. it felt like that game is just done, and they weren't going to be able to figure it out. But Iron Galaxy is back, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what they have up in store for us after this patch. No word on when it's happening, just that they are, I guess, in the process now. So Microsoft figured it out, which is, that's good. That's good job, Phil. Yeah, especially for Killer Instinct. Hey, I mean, look at it this way. The past two weeks, Xbox got Final Fantasy fourteen. They got Square Enix back on board. Now Killer Instinct comes back. And they're a month out from Starfield. Yep. Things are looking up for Xbox right now. Wow. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good old Starfield. This is, this is from Yum, who says, To be honest, I don't mind a 720p handheld switch 4k or full hd would be needed when docked i just want a powerful cpu more storage replaceable storage if possible 
Hellman says, switch to rumors reminding me of 2015 NX. I feel like 2015 NX was way different in terms of the, the discussion. I missed the Stewie Griffin controller, man. That thing was badass. Hey, people yeah. really, that person really went all out, though, because they, like, 3D printed it, didn't they? Well, they, they had it, and they had, like, reflect. I remember they had it because we did a skit on it on Nintendo Enthusiast <laughs> where there was, like, tree. You could see trees yeah. in the reflection because it was, like, an office building. It was so funny. That's hey. good shit. I mean, they, like I said, they went all out with it. 3D printed it, put it on a desk, take a nice picture of it. It looked real. It did. It looked really real. Yeah. Liam says, when you say digital library MBG, does that, oh, does that count physical games registered to your Switch as your console? An account keeps track of those too. No, because you can just sell, resell that game somewhere else. I don't think Nintendo would, would allow for that, right? Yeah. Is that what he's saying? I mean, because yeah, if I if I run a digital game, a physical game, and I have that registered to my account, um, and then I give you my physical copy to someone else, then they have that as well. So I I don't think so. I think it would just be strictly digital plus Nintendo account, NSO, all that stuff you get with with NSO. Let's talk about Jedi Survivor <laughs> and the Xbox One and the PS4 because somehow, some way. This game is getting ported to the PS4 and the Xbox One after coming out on the Xbox Series and the PS5 and the PC to a disastrous launch terms of performance. I When they said this on their conference call, I, I almost fell over. I don't know how they're going to do it, but apparently Take it's a, a thing. Drink. And they didn't, they didn't give us a time for when it's coming out. They just said they're working on it. I don't think it's coming out this year. I think this is next year. <laughs> We're going back a long, long way, but remember Respawn? I mean, they're pretty good with the Xbox One. They did Titanfall, remember, on the Xbox One mm -hmm. back in the day, um, which, you know, was a pretty good game when it first when it first came out. There was, I think it was exclusive, right? There was no PS4 version of the original Titanfall. Yep. So I think they have their, they, they have a good knowledge of the, of the Xbox One, John, but I do... I agree with you that it's a very puzzling announcement to make that you're bringing a VCR version to uh, for this game. I guess they must have done some market research, or maybe that they've got some information that we don't. But uh, maybe they, you know, they believe that they can sell, you know, X number of million additional units of the game. Um, so I guess, uh, you know, if that's the way they're uh, they're going to do it, then you know, good luck to them. Hopefully, it all works out. Um, but we'll see. So I. I'm very interested to see number one how the game actually performs when it comes out, and two, yeah. what the mindset was or why why there was a decision made to do it. I guess it's interesting you mentioned that because EA is the company that would probably have the best knowledge about last gen, considering they still make all their sports games and stuff for the Xbox One and the PS4 for the most part. They probably have an idea as to where we are with this cross gen stuff and if we've truly moved on or not since they we haven't, John. And I twenty. 2025. Wow. What do you mean? Wow. It, it's the writing is on the wall. You just said that this game wasn't coming out until 2024. Yeah. It's not going to be oh, the only goodness. one. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if we'll just keep hearing about more games going backwards. That's interesting. Feels like the Atari 2600 versus the 7800 or whatever, where they just, so, there's such a big install base, I guess, for the PS4. They got to keep throwing it bones, but it, it just feels weird that they made the game for current gen and PC, and it looks great and it runs great, and they released 20 optimization patches to fully fix it, and they're like, now we can make it run on the old stuff. It's very I feel, weird. I feel like we had some moments where they definitely talked about how 
they left the old gen behind because they they wanted to take full advantage of these new systems and that's what made their vision possible who said that I feel like Respawn had said that at some point. I have to double check, but I feel like they were questioned about last gen and they answered it in a way that implied they were going all in on this this current generation and the last system last gen systems couldn't keep up. I don't know. That's I have to go back and look to find that quote, but I feel like they've done that before. John, you you've played Jedi Survivor. How big is the install? 100, on... 150 gigabytes. Is that on Xbox Series or Xbox Series? PS5? Xbox Series, yeah. I think it's this, about the same. I think it's like within four or five gigabytes of each other or something. And then there's patches that have come out. They've released yeah. like, I think, eight or nine patches for the game. It's a lot. Uh, see, they they ran face first trying to get patches out. Game Freak had their feet up with the, with the 20 million sold, you know, when that was going on. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they were trying to patch it. It runs better. But it's still not, hey, if I put it in performance, this thing's locked 60, no sweat. Um, but if I will say this. If you go through it on, like, the quality mode where it just locks the frame rate at 30, it, it is actually a good enough experience to get through without any, like, any juddering or weird stuff that happens in the game that will just mess with your reflexes or stuff. But you're still locked at 30. Perfect world, at least 60. Straight up for a game like that where you're doing a lot of uh, reactionary stuff. It's a good game, though. That's the thing that gets me. It's a great game, but man, that performance. I got the. I I feel like they mentioned it at some point. Yeah, we'll see, find now, out. It's just, now it's just newer stories about how it's going to the to um, last gen. If I search it, well, oh wait, no, here's one. Respawn on why Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Okay, we we didn't want to break what we did in the first game, but we wanted to evolve slash enhance the experience. And then there's more about it here. So they were questioned about it. And I guess they answered it vague enough to where it's like, well, we can, we can kind of go back and do it. <laughs> so anyway, I guess PS4 and Xbox one lives on for Sean. You think 2025? Yeah, at least. Wow. Okay. That completes a 12 year life cycle for that, for the VCR. That's crazy. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> I can't believe. How much has that sold? Fifty million cop or units or something like that for that. Microsoft cool. never—they're always really cagey about sales numbers, so you can really never gauge how many they have. But I think it's around fifty is the is the yeah. word. Yeah. At least the PS4, I guess you could look at it and be like, okay, it's like a hundred and what sixteen or hundred seventeen million units. It's like, well, that kind of makes a little sense for us to attempt, but. Uh, even the the Xbox One uses like DDR3 memory, <laughs> which is yeah, pretty dude. funny. <laughs> Remember all the terrible things with the the VCR? Yeah, like the the CPU was just really uh, slow. Well, the the PS4 I remember had like a the C I think the CPU in the Xbox One was clocked a little higher, but the PS4 had like the, the throughput RAM. throughput for the RAM and all that. Yeah, yep. so it was um, the Xbox One had the ED RAM that like that yeah. small block of RAM that was super fast if you knew how to program for it. But yeah. I remember, man. I mean, remember the old days of FF14 and stuff? How badly <laughs> they ran. That was that was pretty bad on base Xbox One and PS4. I don't know. Oh, man. This will be interesting to see. I mean, good on them. You know, they sound confident, and hopefully it'll be a good port, but we'll uh, we'll see. You know what's interesting? I do wonder if them backporting this or moving it backwards a generation will help them also improve the current one, because I remember with, like, Warframe, for example, they ported it to the Switch, and they said that they were able to optimize 
the Xbox One and the PS4 versions further because Panic Button did some work to Warframe to shrink it to the Switch. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's just part of their process. They're like, well, we're optimizing it so much we can get it to run on these systems. I mean, there is a precedent as well. Like, remember, you know, Rise of the Tomb Raider on the 360 and like Titanfall came out on the 360. So, you know, bringing games back, like you said, kind of backporting them or, or whatever, um, it's not an uncommon practice. I, I guess it's just curious that they, they chose this game to, to do it on because it sounds like a very big game. That's why I kind of asked you about file size. And also, you know, it sounds like there potentially could be so many areas where it's not going to run very very well but they obviously have more information than i do so we'll hey, see we'll, we will see we will see i'm almost interested enough to try to see how that runs on the vcr just i'm, I'm honestly curious nate might have to break I, that thing out might be a video there you go i see mass will game and talk episodes be on other platforms slash spotify they are they're actually up on spotify uh they are up on apple iTunes. I, I, I definitely know they're up on Spotify because I'm looking at it right now with the Game and Talk episodes. Which and shout out to all the almost 10,000 followers on Spotify, by the way, who are watching these or listening to these things. Um, yep, they're all up there, and we they go up there uh, days later. So anyone on the network and all this Patreon gets early access, so you can hear Nate tell you about the the different Switch Two stuff before other people find out. So you can have you can have the know. You can be in the know. Before everyone online does, you know? So, there you go. Check it out. Or you can hear Sean talk about 8-inch screen. Yikes, Whoa, what's happening? <laughs> Jeff says, for those who are getting sick of Switch 2 rumors, don't worry. Switch 2 to- Switch Pro rumors will follow shortly <laughs> thereafter. Not True. wrong. That's how, that's how oh, it yeah. goes. Once it gets announced, someone just has to tweet out, ask when... What about the Switch Pro or Switch 2 Pro? Uh, Seven says, Sony is taking a gamble with a Pro system since most people have a low-grade TV, 4K TV with no HDMI 2.1 or a 1080p TV. Most won't see the difference. But they're, I mean, they're they're aiming for that higher market with that system. Hey, if I can run FF16 at 60 FPS, I'm happy. Might be able to push Jedi Survivor to it. If we can port Pokemon to an MVG with the Carbon Engine, we might get a stable 30. There we go. <laughs> Saying a lot of things. Pokemon's there, getting it all tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Carlos says, hi, everyone. Just a general question. I was recently convinced on getting a gaming laptop with a RTX 4050. Would I need a PS5 or an Xbox Series system in the future or just wait for everything to come to PC? Well, I mean, on the Xbox side, they just they just port it. Like It uh, just yeah. comes out on PC as well. <laughs> Even on the PlayStation side, eventually mm-hmm. they'll come to PC. It's just a matter of how long you're prepared to wait and potentially the quality of the port as well. Although things have seemed to have gotten better since The Last of Us. Well, yeah, I, I did a video about uh, Ratchet & Clank on PC. Actually looks better than PlayStation 5. Not a huge shock. And God of War. Uh, God of War 2018's on PC. Looks great. Horizon uh, Zero Dawn's on PC. Looks great. I I feel like I've been gaming on my PC so much lately. I'm getting really PC filled, and just in general, I think that if you can only buy one thing and it's a good laptop, that's a that's a good way to go. Good tower, good PC. You know, I do wonder with Sony right now because some of these games that are porting to PC. I mentioned this before. I don't know. I don't think they're performing. I I kept an eye on Ratchet and Clank, and it it didn't really move much in terms of PC sales, even after its initial uh, initial launch. It just kind of slid downwards. I kind of think. 
if Sony wants these PC ports to do better, they're probably going to have to... They might have to go day and date or get closer. Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's getting a little sketchy with some of those ports. I, I don't know why it's not day and date. I don't know. I Playing a lot of these games with PC, I feel like they look good. It, it seems like it'd be an easy W. I'm sure it's just more money. Maybe do a two-month delay or a six-month delay, but I don't know why they delay it like years sometimes. Like Ratchet & Clank came to PC three years later. That seems a bit yeah. much. Well, like they're going to do their live service stuff day and date. So that maybe that's a good test for them if they come out with uh, I don't know what Haven Fair Games or uh, or what Firewalk's doing it comes out and it, it does well on PC as well as PS5 maybe they're just like you know what go Tsushima too or the next God of War or something that'll just be on PC as well same day I don't know it seems seems like they thought it would do better if they waited just because they're Sony and I don't I don't know if it's hitting like they thought it would hmm. Let's talk about let's talk about Death Stranding. <laughs> Sean, I know you're excited about this one. You still have that baby in your be- bedroom? No. Oh, what happened? It's um I still have Oh no. Do I still have it? I don't know if I still <gasps> have it or not. Phoenix Retro took it. Yeah. You got art really? I think so. I could be wrong though. I don't remember, dude. He took so much. I gave. Well, I shouldn't say he took. He bought so much shit. But do you want me to go look? But the baby's yeah. there too. All right, hold on. Let me go show us the baby, Sean. Well, I gotta see. It's in the other. It's in the arcade room. It's in the oven. Oh god. Does anyone know uh, Japanese pop stars here? Very, very loosely. Okay, because I, I I feel like they're popular enough that if I mispronounce this, I might actually get in trouble over on X. I think you'll be all right. Okay. As long as you try. Like, that's the thing. If you show effort, as long as you're not like, bar, bar, you know. Hmm. Okay. So, this is it. This was an interview with Hideo Kojima. Uh, Sean, Sean did. Well, no, Sean played Death Stranding for like three hours or something. I've played and finished Death Stranding, John. I know everything about it. I I'm, love the game. I'm, I'm asking people. I know Max played it. I know you played it. Uh, Josie hasn't played it yet. She will Click eventually. loved it. Click loved it. I yes. love it. That was a good game. I thought it was Even good. Princess Beach as well. Love that. <laughs> I thought I thought it was good. I thought it was good. And yeah, that's that's one Josie that if you get a chance to step, sit down and just try the gameplay loop, just see what just see what you think of the gameplay loop, and then go okay. from there. Because you like delivering packages. Oh gosh, don't say that. <laughs> that's what you do. You do, you walk around the world and deliver packages from one place to another. It gets sounds kind of fun. Not it is lie. very really fun. cool. It's really cool. There's a really cool story as well. I've noticed is more. Is it ever more... on sale? It's on. I think it's on. Yeah. The, it's yeah. on. Uh, is it on PlayStation Plus? I think it is. If it is it? Day, and yeah. I bought. I bought the director's cut or whatever it is. The, the new one um, for ten bucks last year on at Black Friday, I believe. I'm okay. I'll totally pick it up. I'm Black pretty Friday. confident, Josie. It's on Don't, PlayStation no. Plus. Like I'm almost positive it is the director's cut. Someone in the chat can probably confirm. I believe it's on that PlayStation Plus Extra Premium. Okay. Extra tier. Yeah. Um, well, then I'll just download it. You just just try it. You the one thing I will tell you it's it's some of the best visuals on the system. So. Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It takes a couple hours to get going. If you have like a day where nothing really is happening and you need to kill some time, play it for like three hours, you'll get hooked. Yeah, and you know? uh, Norman Reedus is main character. He's a cool guy. He showers and you use the dirt and blood that comes off of him as bombs. So Take that's wild. Mm-hmm. You pissed. You, pissed you, do, you do pee on people and mm-hmm. uh, into bottles and throw it at people. Yep. 
Yep. Yep. Uh, hmm. Yes, it is on PlayStation Plus. So people are confirming in the chat. Yeah, I'll get it right now. Okay. So it's going to take it. Two weeks down. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> now you got new internet. Might as well start it. Well, yeah, start just it now. a week then. I think it's like 50 gigabytes or something like that. <clears throat> oh, that's not that bad. So there was an interview with Hideo Kojima and Japanese pop star Naki. Oh, yeah. Cool. Naki. Cool. All right. Good. Nothing happened. Good. Good. Clip okay. it. <clears throat> he said... After going through the pandemic, he did rewrite Death Stranding 2, which he confirmed before. I believe he, he said that it influenced his thoughts around around how it should be set up. And he said in Death Stranding 2, the interpretation of Strand evolves. And you'll notice at the end of the teaser trailer, message says, should we have connected? That's the crux of what we're trying to articulate in the sequel. So initially with the first one, he had an idea for Strand. And it has completely flipped in his mind as to what it should mean. A lot of it due to the pandemic. Even mentions that people should be going outside more. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, with the first game, Josie will find out as she goes through. But the, basically the idea is uh, reconnecting people, which you'll see in the opening of it as they explain the story. And that's kind of what you do in the game. In fact, your name is uh, your name, last name is Bridges. So... <laughs> Building bridges. Do I get the director's cut or the normal one? Director's get cut. The director's cut. Yeah, that's the PS5 okay. version, basically. Yeah, it, it looks a little bit better. And if you beat the game, there's some like Metal Gear Solid missions. And it runs at sixty. Yep, sixty frames. So all right. Yep, it's uh, the story is very interesting though, and it's kind of like one of those ones that like Sean is rolling his eyes, so you know it. There's some <laughs> thought involved. In <laughs> yeah, I, wait, I, thought. What is Metal Gear Solid? Uh, that's very thought provoking except it's actually done well it's surrounded by good gameplay i mean the first one there's a stupid baby i'm going to put it away oh there it is oh there it is baby's back there yeah cool 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 i do have a i do have this check coming over tomorrow though so i'm gonna like put it just in like a one of the rooms or something (laughs) like that or maybe put it in like the middle of the air hockey table and like put the light on when she comes in like oh yeah this is my son just put it yeah but do you have a recliner in the living room yeah, I do. Do you have a little like table next to it for like when you put your drink down or something? Yeah, I do. Just put it right there next to the lamp and never say anything about it. <laughs> Just okay. in the middle of the living room. Don't ever reference it. Nothing. Even if she's kind of like, what's that? You And there's like a lamp nearby. Just be like, oh, that's a lamp that my grandmother got me. It's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> she's never coming back. Yeah, right. <laughs> Or maybe know. she wants to keep coming back because she's trying to figure it out, but she doesn't want to just outright <laughs> ask you. So she's like, when you're not in the room, she's like going through your drawers looking for like the backstory or like. <laughs> you know what she could fucking go through my drawers and look for? My goddamn car keys for that other fucking car. I hate everything. <laughs> just in case no one caught it. Okay. In the chat. Sean's in a position where. He owns two cars that we know of, and he lost the car keys for one of them. That's kind of the life he lives. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And and Sean, hear me out. Like I feel like this has happened before. You've lost your keys before. Like I remember on an old RGT video or something where you were talking about you lost your car keys or something. What's what's going on over there? He's he's gone. He's, <laughs> he's probably trying to find his car keys. We'll ask him again when he gets back. He's got to go put BB in the living room. Uh, str- okay, so he's rethinking Strand. I th- 
I kind of feel like in this case, I mean, should they have connected? Does, do you now go and shut down the machine, the, the, the technical side, to free everyone from technology and send them back out into the world? I think it's going to be a big, because obviously almost every single Kojima game is very metaphorical mm-hmm. and very, very thick. I felt the first game, of course, is about us all learning to open up to each other. I think they're going to flip it on its head. And I think the second game, I think, is going to be about uh, like the dangers of social media, of being too connected. So I mm-hmm. bet it's going to be some sort of thing where people are actually directly connected somehow in the real world and it's starting to like collectively kill them. One person dies and it hurts others or something. I almost wondered so, if that was his Xbox game was to, because he would be using the cloud and Azure. And I almost wonder if he would try to take real world events and stuff happening on social media and putting it into your game. Mm. That was just an idea. Cause that that's going to use the cloud. Although he could still metaphorically say that in the in Death Stranding too, as well. Um, just based on what we saw in the first game. But I, I think, I mean, what do we think Death Stranding 2 is coming out? Is this next year, you think? Maybe. I, I think, does it have a loose release date for 2024 or is it 2025? Uh, I, I thought it was 2024 temp. Like in that, remember there's that sheet that leaked out at one point that mm-hmm. told us like all these, all these projects they're working on. Death Stranding 2 was one of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't really been following along too closely, but I would probably say it's 2025, personally. Okay, okay. Um, but with that said, I mean, we have, you know, Gamescom coming up, we have Tokyo game show, we have the game awards. So I feel like one out of those three or potentially more, we'll hear more about death training too, considering Jeff Keighley's involved with two of those things as well. Jima's best friend. So yeah, we'll, we'll hear more about the game. The only thing that I'm not really sure about is discussing what we think death training two is going to be because None of us had any idea what Death Training 1 was and it ended up being a walking simulator, which really just kind of messed with people a lot. So <laughs> they may just flip the script on this one and, and it could be a completely different style of game. I feel like you know, it's going to be. I think it's gameplay-wise, it's going to be very different. Uh, remember we were watching when Death Training 1 was coming out? Everyone was like, he's trolling us. That's not what the game actually is. Yep. And that's just what it was. Yep. It was just that. Uh, so I, I kind of feel like he, it's not going to be about delivering packages. Maybe it's going to be about like not destroying facilities, but, but breaking like these, these holds and tethers on things. And it's more action based. I, it's really hard to say because Kojima could do something really weird again. Um, but I'm actually looking forward to Death Stranding 2 again, because somehow we have a sequel that still has a lot of mystery to it. Like the first one did. And then maybe Sean will play it. No, I, I will. <laughs> Unless I get a review copy or reviews of the game sound interesting to me, well, I will well, not be buying that game. What if, it, what if it's a different style of game than Death Stranding? What if it's more of a stealth you action you, game? You, you can't trust Kojima, though. Hmm. Can't trust Kojima. I looked under the couch. I looked in the fridge. Um, yeah, you can't trust Kojima because he's a very bait-and-switch sort of person, and that's how we got Death Stranding in the first place. Oh, in my, man. Am, I having a, am I having a stroke? What does that mean? What you said? I looked in the couch. What was that? Oh, someone was, was asking me. Location oh, okay. Bro, I thought I was stroking. This felt like one of those dream <laughs> things where it's like Max, you're sleeping. Jelly sandwiches. The couch. It's in the couch. Sorry. Uh-huh. Very weird. Yeah. So I mean, I'll, I'll I'll take a very wait and see. I mean, obviously we'll have previews and stuff like that. So hopefully that will sort of give an idea. But yeah, it's not high on my priority list mm. because okay. I don't know. I I just that first you know, one really did not click I, with you, man. 
I didn't. And I, I gave it a I, fuck. I played it for like 17, 18 hours. Dude, I you're like more than halfway through the game then. Yeah, but I just I didn't have the desire. You don't want to see how it ends? No. Oh. I don't really care. Some see, of those I, characters I, were really interesting though. Mm, I feel like I respect this though. I have a thing where I feel like people play like one hour of a game where they watch a trailer and give up. You you paid it 17 hours and didn't find it interesting. Then there, you did his due diligence, throw it in the garbage. Like hashtag Sean was right. I don't know. And if people <laughs> like the game, like I, I don't fucking care. Like like the game all you like. It's just I, I didn't like it. Shit happens. Be all right. That's why I'm curious. Uh, curious to see what Josie thinks of it. Because everyone has we like a different opinion see on Death in a Stranding. Week if it downloads, <laughs> everyone has a different uh, opinion on it. I mean, the thing people usually can agree on at least is that Kojima's crazy and uh he's they're very That's good what at, i've heard they're very good at getting like incredible visuals out of these systems that his his team is so if anything you'll probably see some of the best visuals your system's ever put out so uh let's uh let's go over to the super chats here oh sean are you gonna do an after show yeah i'll do it for a little bit okay now we have something to play yeah unfortunately we can't talk about it uh, is it Starfield or no? Oh. It's not Starfield. <laughs> Just, you, what was that, Max? I was about to say Atlas Fallen. I beat Atlas Fallen. I'm allowed to talk about that soon. Oh, I, I don't know. What was that? That's out on the tenth, right? Yeah. I was curious about that game. I kept looking at it. I was interested to see how it would turn out. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I have a big review up before it's out. I have a big review up. I think I'm not allowed to say the day, but it's like very close to launch before it's out. I have a review already done. Oh wow! Okay, cool, cool, okay. This is this is from Eric says new consoles, just the Nintendo U. I like uh, it. Metal Software says, "What game do you want to play first from China Project?" Uh, probably. Uh, let me make sure I'm I'm thinking it's the right project before I just say the the name of the game. Uh, it would be Lost Soul Aside. Okay, good. I was like, I think that's part of the China project. I don't want to, I don't want to mess that up. Yeah, Lost Soul Aside. We got more gameplay of that. Game looks sick. So yes, I am. Uh, I'm on board with that one. Lost Soul Aside. I think they probably show more gameplay of that. The China Hero Project. Probably next month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's something that Sony and and all that's doing. They fund oh. developers. Uh, they've been funding developers uh, in different, yeah, 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 different regions yeah, yeah. and stuff, so they've they added China Hero Project. Like mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, I don't follow them enough to come check out Lost Soul Aside. You might, you might like the way that game looks. looks Looks pretty cool. Uh, this is from this is from Scott who says, "Will you guys ever have? Oh no, it's Alex on. Yeah, we can have we have Alex on. I was talking. He got a PS2 recently. Fuck Alex. I talked to nah. him. He recently nah, got a PS2 and was picking up some games here and there. So. Well, I thought, I thought he was rebuilding. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he was. He mentioned he found one that was in decent shape and everything. So I told him just mod it, drop a hard drive in that thing, and call it a day. Okay. Do that. Get the free McBoot. Uh, Vad says this is one of the greatest shows ever. Man appreciated all the gaming news coming from this channel. Been waiting to send a super chat for a while. Shout out to Vad. Vad sent. The King says, any thoughts on LLM integration into games? I honestly think the next Elder Scrolls will use generative AI for NPC dialogue, given that it's going to be a 2029 game. Also subscribe to Misclick and Josie. 
Thanks, King of Spain. Oh, AI is going to be interesting when that gets involved in games, especially for NPC and dialogue. Ooh, that's... I mean, Elder Scrolls 6 is so far out, it wouldn't shock me if that actually used it. Because that'd be like, probably end of this generation, we'd see Elder Scrolls 6 even playable. So that might be next gen. I don't know, that's going to be interesting when that when AI starts finding its way into games. I'm not really sure what kind of effect that's going to have. Because I think you talked about this when you're, when you're asking developers, MVG. Mm-hmm. And you said there's like different kinds of AI that's being almost categorized right now, depending on ethical, what it's used for. They call, they're calling it ethical AI. It's basically rather than, you know, doing like a full voiceover where people's jobs uh, are on the line or they don't need voice actors anymore. It's it's AI that, that helps with workflow to get things done faster. So, you know, the tooling side of game development um, and, and things like that, uh, potentially the testing side could, could see some benefit. But I think it's r- rather than, um, comp, you know, like replacing someone's job, which no one wants to see ever, uh, it's, it's there just to to streamline some process and make things, you know, better and faster. But we'll see. Um, that's that's the hope, at least. But there's always these, you know, these greedy big publishers that want to uh, spend as li- little money as possible making AAA games. And unfortunately, you know, sometimes they just see um, someone's job uh, being uh, in the way of, of something like that. So, but we'll see what happens. Right now, things are pretty much... I mean, I think AI is being kind of introduced into video games um, very, very meticulously and very slowly, but um, we'll see what what the future holds over the next few years. I I will say that I think we're going to see some really good things come out of it with AI. We're going to see some really bad things, but we'll just have to wait and see. Mm, Okay. Yeah, the hope is that it would speed up development, but I feel like whenever we say that about something these big AAA studios are like, all right, what else can we do in its place yep. now? <laughs> yep, they find find other ways to use that time. Yeah, so. Family First says, everybody go watch One Piece. Joy Boy has returned. I'm on the way. Isn't there like 1,300 episodes of that? Yeah, Jeez. but something about, something about to happen called Gear 5, and everyone's losing their minds about it. Gear 5. Oh. Yeah, it sounds like it's Luffy's version of Super Saiyan. He's about to go Super Saiyan, and they've been teasing it for like 10 years. So 1,300 episodes or something to get to that point? Yeah, right. Yeah, that's my, a bunch of my friends all started watching One Piece like six months ago, and now they're constantly wearing One Piece clothing and shirts, and somebody got a the pirate symbol tattoo. So it must be great, but man, 1,300 episodes is too much for me. Take a long time to catch up to that. Uh, CJ says... Would Death Stranding be better received as a Nintendo game starring Mario with a lighter a lighter tone but same gameplay loop, like Mario delivery, Mario carrying, Mario like Amazon driver? No, people would hate that. Yeah, people would hate that. We should be no, that old... there, there would be people like it's the greatest game ever. <laughs> there, do y'all ever jump total play, animation? There? There was an old Mario Flash game people made as a joke when Mario was missing and Mario Mansion came out. Somebody made a Flash game called Mario Goes Shopping and it had really good like graphics and you just shopped. You had a list. You had to do the list as fast as possible. <laughs> That's shopping. awesome. This is from Jaden who says, can you cover Pokemon Go more in your videos, please? Yeah, John. Yeah, John, what are you doing How over How do you there? know he's talking to me? <laughs> I, I'm not talking to you. Maybe they want Sean to go out. He and, gave uh, you the money. Attempt to. He was talking to me. He would have given me the money to catch to catch uh, Pokemon out there, Sean. When you find your car keys. Uh, dude, 
Is yeah. it that bad right now? Like they're like you zero clue where they are. Yeah. What? I, I, yeah. I was asking this before, but you were away. Have you? This has happened to you before, right? I remember this. That was different, though. That was different. That was that was a. I had two keys. One of the keys was at the house. That was when I threw my switch off a bridge. Oh, that's right. I, was, I remember it was a video. Was, yeah. Yeah. When I was climbing the hill, it was it was extremely steep, and I kept slipping and falling. And I guess my keys fell out of my pocket because when I went to get in my car, I was like, "Where the fuck are my keys?" So I went back and looked. I, I couldn't find them. I had a, I called my boss um, from my day job, and he came and helped me look, and we just couldn't find them. So he just drove me to the house, and. I had my house key and my car key on there, but I had another car key at the house. So I didn't even tell my landlord. I just left the house unlocked and hoped for the best. It was in a nice wow. neighborhood. No, so nobody ever messed with anything. It was in a nice neighborhood. I, I think about that. There's a bridge kind of near my house, like the one where you did that. You was sponsored, right? You got sponsored uh, with a switch carrying case and you threw it off a bridge. It wasn't sponsored. I was. They just sent me a case and I thought it'd be a funny idea. It's pretty good. You you sound so scared before you drove it, and you sound like you regret it the second you do. You're like, here we go. Well, everyone was like, you took the switch out. I was like, have you fucking, especially then, like, did you ever watch my videos? I don't know how to edit shit like that. Like, I just stood on the bridge. I was like, fuck it. Geronimo. Let's go. We did find out unfortunate news from Striking Distance. Of course, the studio behind Callisto Protocol, which uh, Callisto Protocol seem to come in below expectations in terms of the sales for it. Especially when you take into account that they spent $162 million to develop it. And it was like, we're going to, we're struggling to get to like 2 million copies sold uh, over the holidays. And it, w- it wasn't looking good there. And unfortunately now it, it's been shared that they have laid off more than 30 employees. So striking distance, unfortunately, Callisto protocol did not seem to do it for him. They did have. Did, they, did anyone go back and do the DLC? I did. It's I the worst DLC ever. Oh, oh really? It's like. Yeah, I watched your video on it. Yeah, it's like an hour long, and the ending is so bad. Oh, my God. It like really? it actually retroactively ruins the game. The ending, I wasn't. Um, the ending for it originally was like, eh. Yeah, it was kind of like. I don't know if we're even going to get a sequel for this thing now. So. Just the way it was selling and all this. And I don't know. It, Google the ending. Eh, It'll ruin really? your night. Uh, yes. It, it's, it literally is the worst ending of any game I've ever seen ever. Yeah, it's unfortunate. The the whole the way that turned out. There was so much hype for that game. And I feel like a lot of people just were so, I don't know, let down by it. But it just was like very mediocre game. It's unfortunate. But I mean, I feel like they spent way too much on this mm-hmm. game like yeah, i remember too, they way too big of a budget yeah they they hired all these like hollywood actors and stuff yeah. um the, you know i mean the tech that runs the game is really really good uh and i th- i personally liked the game i i liked Callisto. i thought it was a good game but i they just went they just went crazy with the spending on this one i don't really know why they spent so much this was kind of their first game um you know, you don't just drop $150 million straight yeah. up yeah, and think it's going to make money. And they got it done in three years. It's like, it, it didn't take that long to get done either. So for these kind of games, AAA style, like three years, 150 or 160 million, they burned through cash quick. 
So. The game's yeah. short as hell too. That's the weirdest part. Is that's got to be the highest budget for such a short game. You can beat that game very easily in one sitting. I feel like they. I mean, they really focused in on the fine details, and that's probably. I mean, that's probably what took so long. That's that's why I've mentioned like Insomniac. They don't necessarily do that, but they also produce a lot of games, and I'm sure it doesn't cost them 160 million dollars to make a Ratchet and Clank or something. So, the. It's just it almost feels like a studio's first shot and it I mean it was, but like who weren't that aware of budgets or any of that and they decided to dump $162 million into a I mean a, a very, very mature rated horror game that uh, don't really line up to sell like ten or twenty million copies consistently, so how many do we know how many it sold? I thought uh, well let me see what the last Last number they gave us some numbers, but it was like they shipped some and sold through some. I feel like it was less than two million copies. It wasn't okay. They they had they had expected sales of four million copies, and now they've lowered the estimate to two point one million. So mm. it sounds like they're having a hard they were having a hard time hitting two million copies, and that was earlier this year that that was reported. I think it. F- february or march so it sold over two million i think it's probably over two million by now but they had a lot of pr- their their strategy they said it was price cuts <laughs> we're gonna cut the price uh-huh. we're gonna put it on sale we're gonna do what we can to try to get these numbers up so i feel like they probably are but i don't think it rolled in a bunch of revenue either so refresh my memory is was ps5 exclusive right that or... was they coming out on xbox do... as well i thought that was yeah. on that was on both yeah, it was on uh xbox on series okay. and ps5 uh, yeah, yeah. PC. Yep, yep. I have the PS5 version. I don't remember the. They got Xbox it on the PS4, version. and then you got it on the Xbox One as well. Yeah. So, it was a uh, unfortunate for striking distance. They have the talent when it comes to the visuals and all that. They just, I think they just need better management when it comes to their budget and scope. Really, that's all. Someone just needs to tell them that one of the drawers doesn't have to be a shiny next time or something. So they don't need Josh. Was it Josh Duhamel or the actor? I don't need to yeah. hire him. They can just get someone that doesn't cost anywhere near as much money, you know. Yeah. And I mean, they use his his face in the game as well. So obviously, there's money. That's oh yeah. There's bags that are being given as well. So next next time around, just you know, just lower that budget. Don't worry about getting Hollywood B list actors in the game. Sold more than Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Oh man, why do you have to bring the, the Xenoblades like slander and right at the end too? We were almost was out. The slander, slander is when it's not true information. Oh. With, it, with what I said, untrue. No, I technically did. <laughs> I was. It's just it's it's interesting how some games are considered a failure, and some games aren't. It all comes down to budget. It does, yeah. Most of the time, it's just how much money can it make on the yeah on the amount they put out, and how much how much you yeah how much you spent making it. Huh. Yeah, I saw I saw that the numbers for Xenoblade Chronicles three come through with that uh that report for December, and yeah, I think Monolith probably it's time for them to move on. So, but they got the talent, new system coming up. We'll do something cool with that, and oh, we have. Another super chat come through here. And you're going to set up the after show, Sean. Yeah, Spook- I'm going to go ahead and do Spooky that says, I remember 
my mom buying me Metroid Prime Hunters first first hunt. That's Sean's game right there. Uh, Love that game. Was oh, mad. No, first. When yeah, first hunt the demo. First hunt to the demo. <laughs> similar. Oh, they ask any similar bad purchase stories, and then they say sub RGT. What's up? Um. No, not, not nothing. I can really think of because most of the games that I got growing up were games that I picked. So it's like, you know, how mad could I have gotten when I was the one making the decision? So, yeah, not, nothing nothing springs to mind. Bad purchase decisions for games. When I was a kid, my parents gave me a choice for one game for my Wii U that was $60, and I chose Star Fox Zero. <laughs> and that was a really... Really bad choice. I mean, I did pick a Virtual Boy over a Saturn and a PlayStation One purpose. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! And I love that fucking thing. Like, I, I, I had no regrets. Like, I would play that. I, I would have play, a lot of regrets. <laughs> I would play Mario Tennis and Tellero Boxer on there, and I fucking loved it. I do Boy, love Tellero Boxer. No oh, man. I don't know if I have any regrets like that. I, the only regret I mem- really remember is when I rented, I didn't buy it, but rented Mario was missing and it ended up being a learning game. I uh, I play, I bought uh, Resident Evil 6 like a month or two after it came out and I had not seen anybody really talking about it for some reason. And when I sat down and played it and how you like pick the campaigns and everybody just would not shut up and stuff, I, uh, I was, remember being actually pissed and I got it at a steep discount. I was like, what the hell is Resident Evil 6 doing? You ever play Mario's Missing? I hope uh, they find him. Josie? No? No. MVG knows. It's, it's basically a learning game. So I rented it on a weekend after, you know, full week of school when I was little. And you get there and, and you got to find Mario. It's basically Carmen San Diego, and you got to solve clues. And it's like history and geography and stuff. So you, you get there and Luigi's like talking about the Vatican and stuff. And you're like, I don't, okay, I don't know how this wow. is fitting in, but I'll, I'll follow your lead, Luigi. <laughs> and then it ends up just being a lot of basically your te- textbooks and start figuring this out. Yikes. <sighs> yeah, that was not great. That was not great. Oh, uh, well. But. Those are all our topics for tonight. Let me go around here. And for, I saw, I think it was, I think it was Zub who was asking in the comments, the discord questions, Evan was sending them over to me and we're going to do a a bonus show for all the the members who were able to ask questions in there. And I will put that video out uh, exclusively for the, for the network and the, and the patron members there. So you check that. That should be going. That'll probably be up tomorrow, late afternoon, evening. So keep an eye out for that, Zoob. We'll go around here. Let's start with Max, Dreamcast Guy. Where can everyone find you? Uh, YouTube.com slash Dreamcast Guy. Uh, I'm going to have like some sort of impressions video up tomorrow talking about Baldur's Gate 3. Spoilers, I love it. Uh, and then I have a big deep dive of Atlas Fallen going up on Thursday. So be ready for that. I'm also going to QuakeCon this weekend. If anybody's or next weekend. So if anybody's in Texas going to QuakeCon, uh, keep an eye out for me. I'll say hi. I purposely left the QuakeCon topic out of this podcast. Uh, go ahead, Josie. Where, where can I find you? <laughs> you can find me on YouTube at Josie Woe. I have some videos coming up about one about Pigman. I have a review of Pigman. And then I play the first Kirby game for the first time. I have those thoughts oh okay interesting jersey how many subs do you have now i have like seven thousand and almost 500 
Wow. Everyone, subscribe to Josie Woe's channel. Thank you. It's coming up on 10,000. That'd be crazy. Wow. Crazy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. MVG, where can I find you? Find me on Twitter at Modern Vintage G and YouTube Modern Vintage Gamer. I have a video coming out on Monday that I'm currently working on. Um, I think Nate and I are going to have an episode out next week as well. He's expressed uh, interest in another discussion, so we will probably have that episode out next week. That's about it. Thanks for having me on. Sean? Uh, you can find me on RGT85. Go watch the fucking Xbox Starfield video. I don't know if that didn't go out in people's sub feeds or something, but I have not had a video do that bad in a very long time. I don't know what the problem was with it. It's a solid video. I was nice about Xbox. Go watch it. Come over to the after show. We're That's already the live. The ironic thing was that video was you saying that Starfield doesn't need more exposure, and then the video yeah. of Starfield... <laughs> <laughs> and nobody well. fucking watched it. You were nice to Xbox. That's the problem. Yeah, my my video did did really well. The one saying yeah. uh, market it harder. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us. I do have. Uh, well, I'm working on it now. MVG convinced me to do the PSP mod, and I did it. Yeah, it sweet. You think about that, huh? It is really cool. I had the only issue is there's one hangout because I did the video in the sense of could like a normal person do this mod. It's like one hang up, one hang up. I think someone could pull it off otherwise. But I mean, dude, the IPS screen that you replace it with, it, it looks so good. This thing looks sweet. The 1000, there's just, there's one. All right, come thing. on. Let's, let's go. So, come on. We got games to play. We got to do what the game after you show. Play, Sean? What game are you playing, Sean? We're playing the game after the after show. I'll tell everyone what we're playing on the after show and also show some footage that I recorded too and we're on there. I'll give a fuck. <laughs> Do whatever you want. <laughs> Thanks everyone for watching. We will be back next weekend, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Check out Spawncast Network so you can support the stream and all the different shows we're doing there. And we'll see you guys next time. No, fuck Bye. all of you. <laughs>